married. and gentlemen we are here live spirit spirits episode 21 i am your host john watkins and my gracious co-host all the way from california mr david low how we doing tonight david pretty good man i felt like going <laughs> you like a neon sign around me it just says david low <laughs> mr graciousness all coming together <laughs> uh, i got my to-do list all done today so nada. <laughs> nada. uh yeah that's kind of that's about what i did today too <laughs> nada oh no fix kids nada. bike and uh Played some PlayStation, which I haven't done a lot in a while. And that was kind of fun and interesting. Just took a little time for myself after being sick all week. So, yeah, we had um, we had our evacuation order lifted this morning. Yeah, after, this afternoon. Yeah, second one li- put on, second one lifted. Second, yeah, <laughs> yeah, second one lifted. So, hopefully, the last one because it rained yesterday. So oh, that was okay. a that was a big thing for the fire We're here. Yeah. Yeah, it hasn't yeah. rained over here. And so as soon so as soon as it lifted, we went out to lunch. Yeah. <laughs> we can leave <laughs> and come back. <laughs> we can leave. I want somebody cooking my food, damn it. <laughs> yep. Can't blame you there. Can't blame you there. Ah, yep. All right. So tonight's episode, of course, is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor takes this live audio portion of this live podcast and puts it out to us out there for the world to listen to their me and Dave. Uh, totally free of charge. They put us on places like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. If you guys are trying to start your own little podcast, look them up. Totally free of charge. And, of course, got to give a shout-out to Restream, who allows us to multicast places like uh, our Facebook, Spirit Spirits page, uh, DLive, Twitch, Twitter, and Vaughn Live. So uh, if you guys are watching on any of those, don't hesitate to join in on the chat. Of course, you can see the chat right there on your right hand of the screen. Got the call-in line. Rituals. Even got her, uh, let me put my our, my logo up on there. Dave, but it looks like it's cutting off a lot of the chat there. It's cut, it's <laughs> cutting the, off the, the call-in line there. But if you guys want to start to call it, it is 719-745-0691. If you guys aren't shy, you can always click that link there at the bottom, and that will actually allow you to do a little FaceTime, Mean Dave, put your two cents in. We always love getting people's two cents because, you know, me and Dave could talk to each other forever, but it's always funner when we get to talk to you guys. Uh, tonight's Very show, true. Tools of the Trade. 
tools of the trades this is what I like to call it basically. So we deal with a lot of we talk a lot of the paranormal, uh, aliens, Bigfoots, all that great stuff, everything that has to do with the, basically the mundane. Uh, and and there's 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 crafts for for doing these the the researches and 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 investigations and things that people like to to utilize to to help each other out uh uh we have uh mediums How? uh we have demonologists we have exorcists shamans witch doctors wiccans i mean th- these are all crafts that people learn and teach themselves or go to school for or have a natural talent for uh, when we're, we're going to be talking about these things tonight uh See if we have a little mind-blowing uh, 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 epiphany towards the end of the show like we did last time we talked about powers and shit like that. So, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Astral projection is the key. Yeah, right? Uh, that was that was an amazing ep- yeah, that was a good epiphany, epiphany at the end. At the end just like, the just way that we, tied the way that we did it, in. how it all planned out. I mean, and we didn't plan it out. We were like, yeah, let's talk about this first, and then we'll talk about that. And then we'll save astral projection for last. And it was like, wait, wait a minute. A minute. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa. Hold the phone. So I guess, I guess the, so, big, yeah, the, was- the, the big things we're talking about tonight, uh, shaman, witch doctor, uh, demonologist, exorcist, and basically the different types of mediums out there, I think is kind of what we wanted to talk about tonight. Well, Dave, I'm going to leave it up to you, but uh, where do you want to start? Apologize. I'm not going to. What did I, you say? I guess I should. Should I apologize? Positive. What did you say? Oh. <laughs> mine says hug. Is it apologize? You said hug. hug, and then mine said positive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm getting hugs, so. Uh. Lots of hugs. Lots of hugs for Dave. <laughs> Lots of hugs for Dave. You got, you got a very uh, loving spirit there with you, Dave. I've got a very affectionate spirit. If it goes from hug to grope, then I've got a problem. But uh, hugs are okay. I'll take that. Um, but, yeah, no, when I, first turned, when I first turned it on, it went, Susan. And I go, hi, Susan. And then it went, Natalie, 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 Natalie. <laughs> I'm like, Okay, <laughs> I guess it's Natalie. <laughs> you said your name was Susan. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so but you know my you know my ghost tube likes to stutter. So yeah, yeah you yours definitely has Tourette's. So <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's got to be because of the spell, because of the barrier spell. Hey, that's yeah. the only thing because mine mine doesn't do that at all. <laughs> yeah, mine's just like. I'm trying to get this in. <laughs> are, are you hearing me? Homeless. Mine just said homeless. That's a weird word to come up with. That's that's an interesting one. Uh, I liked it when yours was saying asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I hasn't said it since that night. <laughs> no, and I still have it. In the, it's still in the vocabulary. Maybe we can get one tonight. Yeah. That would be funny. I got angel. Um, angel. A homeless angel. Angel. Homeless angel. Well, I would say they they usually are, especially if they come down. Yep. Um, well, that's that's interesting, and I I guess you know talk about the different kinds of mediums first. 
There's, um, there's a lot to talk about. I actually found an awesome article uh, from back in the 1800s that listed 73 different types of medium types. It was a lot. Holy I couldn't, crap. I couldn't write it. I got, I got four. <laughs> yeah, you got, the, you got the big four, but uh, there's, there, yeah, I mean, they like went into it. I, I was such a long article. It felt like I was reading a book and I, I had to stop reading it. But it, I mean, it really breaks in. It was written by a person back in the 1800s. It was, it was quite interesting. Oh, no, I got five. I got five. So, yay. So, I, I throw empaths in there. That's, um, empath is a type of you know, I, think, that's, I think an empath is a type of medium. That's what. Uh, um, what would you consider clairsentience as an empath? Feeling. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's it's feeling. It's um, it's the feeling of emotions. Yeah. And and that's kind of what I get. Is I get, I get the emotions, and I get images. So you get the clairvoyance as well with it to to a point. Yeah, to a point. So okay, big question. I'm gonna throw this out here since we're gonna start off here with mediums. Um, do you believe that the term psychic medium is too open of a term? Because I don't. I'm, I'm a firm believer. I don't believe all, not all mediums are psychic. But technically, I guess all mediums no. are psychic. Well, well, yeah, all all mediums are psychic, but not all psychics are mediums. So it's kind of like you know, all thumbs are fingers, but not yeah. all fingers are thumbs. Well, it's, it's um, but I think I think the psychic medium is its own medium. That's that's a separate thing. Um, a psychic medium is more is dealing with the someone, mental the mental mediumship. It, it's one that channels the spirit. That the spirit actually speaks through them. Uh, so that's the one at the seance table that does the uh, speaking with the stuff. Um, well, that, that says here uh, a psychic medium or spiritualist medium is a person who channels the exchange of information regarding the problems and questions of the clients to the spirits, angels, or guides on the other plane and in return brings back their advice, energy, and blessings. Okay, all right, I, I can see it that way, but I also let's uh, see. I, I kind of broke it down a little bit different there. I, I I broke psychic more into the mental mediumship, which basically it's it's that mediumship that takes place in the mind, experiences the sensations that others in the room cannot feel, and relays those to the actual audience in there. I'm gonna have to get rid of the logo because. Uh, I don't like the fact that I can't. You can't read what Kevin said. Read what Kevin <laughs> said. <laughs> he said two different things that use energy. Okay, I can. I, oh, yeah, I can see that. I don't know how to turn off this fucking logo. <laughs> okay. uh, Damn it! It'd be cool if you could put it on the bottom, so we could read the. Well, it's off now. So yeah, I just kicked it off there for a second. I don't know if I can yeah. move it to the bottom. I wish, I wish you can. Oh, it's back. <laughs> oh, I, I was seeing if I can move it to the bottom, but I can't move it to the bottom, so I'll just keep it off well, right it's now. Brain versus emotional. Yes, I believe psychic medium is brain. 
It's often is often brain based versus an emotional uh, based. So, yeah, that makes sense. Hey, thanks for joining, Kevin. Appreciate the the two cents in there. Uh, yeah. Love you, brother. I I, I, I have to kind of agree with that. And that's why I said the mental mediumship. That's kind of where I put that psychic mediumship. Whereas yeah. when you talk about the emotional, sure. I think you go more into more a physical. Oh, maybe not the physical mediumship. Maybe it's. I think the physical mediumship is more that it's communication. More, I think the the emotional it's would be talk. more the channeling channeling medium. So this is how I broke it out. I broke it into mental mediumships, physical mediumships, uh, healing mediumships, and channeling mediumships. I kind of broke it down into those four categories Dang. for mediums. Hmm. And I would go with the emotional more into the channeling because you have that, but you actually open yourself up to those higher states of consciousness, whether it be through meditation or, or, or ritual, or whatever, to actually feel those emotional states coming through the, the different planes and, and whatnot. I think that's where I'd put that type of, of medium in there with that emotional. Yeah. And, and this is kind of why I wanted to, to talk about this because there's, there's so many different um, opinions out there. There's so many different Dude, yeah. explanations. And, and I think that's kind of what, what that book that I was talking about at the beginning where they found 70 they, – they broke it down to 73 different medium ships there. Mm-hmm. Um, they literally break it all the way down to where each – like – Brain base is a totally different medium than an emotional base. Healing is totally different than hurting. I mean, they break it down to where they're different types of mediums to where they basically created 73 different types of mediums. Base categories or different, yeah, either different types or different categories of, of mediums. Yeah. It was, it, it was pretty interesting. Yeah. No, that sounds great. I'd love to read that. Yeah, it... It, it, I mean, it, um, I'm, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll find it and I'll share that link with you. It was it was yeah. an, it's an interesting read because it breaks down all of them. And it's like holy cow, there's just so many. I can't I can't know. I'm I gotta stop because I'm gonna go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> I don't have enough paper right now. <laughs> yeah, get a notebook. So. Hmm, that's interesting. And I'm looking at this. I'm reading this article right Ke- now. Kevin makes a good has, point. Has, if. Kevin says it's true that they're broken down into different types of mediums like the 73, but some of us actually have that ability to use more than just the one. And that makes perfect right. sense. Like, yeah, like we talked about with me, or I have the, yeah. the, clair, the clairvoyance and the, the clairvoyance with the clairsentience. Yeah. And then, and then I have, put the two together. I get the emotions and I get images of yeah. what's going on. Um, but yeah, I don't actually talk to them. I don't hear them speak. I don't channel them. I don't do any of that stuff. I just kind of, by the emotion and by the picture, I kind of figure out what they're trying to tell me. Yeah, you play you play uh, that. You know, I play Pictionary. Two words. <laughs> or yeah, I play Charades. <laughs> Charades. <laughs> No, I'm not going to stop recording. It's not up to me. <laughs> no, we're we're live. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, 
Yeah, well, this this article was interesting because it says that a physical medium is one who has the ability to affect physical matter. Yes. Has the ability to manipulate objects of this plane of existence. Right. Such as um, um, using billets. I'm not sure what that is. Psychic drawing, physical transfiguration, channeling, I'm going to say transfiguration where they have the ability to actually transmorph their face into the spirit that they're right talking to uh, right a physical medium is also one who can take on the physical actions and mannerisms of the deceased yep that's that trans transfiguration that's right that. and see that and that's what i thought a psychic medium was because they would take on that stuff but this seems more like a physical medium. Well, like i said it, it's kind of where it's like psychic medium is kind of a what it feels me when someone says a psychic medium it's just a general overhead look. It's just an umbrella. You know, and, it's just... The, right. Everything's a psychic medium. But then there's actually right. categories broke down in there because not all... And everybody knows not all mediums are the same. I mean, tarot readers are considered mediums. Yes. You know, I crystal users, bone throwers, you're considered mediums. Well, they're, yeah, they're all, that's all divination. So that's it's all... all divination. Um, that's all divining. Um, oracle type stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, and it's all about precognizance, clear audience. You know, it's it's. I think clear, clear, precognizance, clear cognance, clear cognance. Yeah, I think I'm saying that right. The ability to see the future events, right? Clear cognance, cognance. Is that the word I'm looking for? I'm not sure. It doesn't sound familiar. Because voyance is clair, clairvoyance is seeing. Is seeing. Clairsentience clair is hearing. Clairaudience is hearing. Is hearing. Claircognance and is feeling. Is feeling. feeling. Cognance is feeling. Claircognance is feeling. Is seeing. Hearing, yeah, clair, clairsentience is feeling. God damn it. What is claircognance? I, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> claircognance. Cognance. Cognance. Claircognance. C O G N I A N C E. Interesting. Clear knowing. Yeah, knowing. Yeah, the the it's ability clear, to clear cognizance. Know. Knowing yeah. something clear cognizance. or why they know something. Yeah, is the intuitive ability of clear 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 knowing, clear cognizance is also called clear knowing, divine knowing, drop-in insight. Um, people that have natural claircognitive abilities are logical, enjoy thinking things out, and frequently get ideas that suddenly pop into their heads. Uh, 
Yeah, that's happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> not always the best idea, but it was not an always, idea. <laughs> not always a good idea, but I'm, I'm saying ideas pop into my head, and I'm saying that a lot of people have that. Because uh, so that's contacting through universal energy versus contacting direct spiritual energy. I mean, that seems like that cleric cognizance sounds a lot like when we talked about the Akashic Record. That really does feel like a, like an Akashic Record type feel to it. It's like, bam, why do I know this? Nobody knows why you do that, Kevin. It's like, why can I just speak this language? Um, why, why do I understand what that means yeah. when I've never dealt with that before? Yeah. Yeah. Why can I pick up this guitar and just play it? Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> I can play it, but it doesn't sound good. <laughs> Sometimes it sounds good. <laughs> depends on how many of these I have. Yeah. No, it Am depends I, on wow, how, it great. depends on how many other people had. <laughs> well, that depends on if it sounds great to them. Yeah, yeah. Like like I said, I am the only time I sound good when I sing is when I'm by myself in the car. <laughs> Otherwise, I sound terrible. Uh, so, um, but anyway, and then there's, I, I wanted to get through these other, these other two. And as a mental medium, mental medium is one who uses the mental faculties to communicate with those on the other side. Yeah. So this is where I thought was a physical medium, where they physically talk to and communicate. Okay. With spirit, right? Um. And, and then an evidential spiritual medium will connect you with your loved ones and ancestors in spirit, but will provide evidence of their continued interaction in your life. See, I consider them as part of the, I, I actually saw that one and I put them more with the channeling mediumships. Yeah, I that. Um, it's weird. I mean, I've, I've, I don't want to say I've dealt with a lot of mediums out there, um, I know I've met a lot of people that said there were mediums that just proved to be not fact, but there's been yeah. a few, a handful that have really wowed me. I mean, just put me in awe in what they could do and see and hear. And it's kind of weird. Cause I go back to what Kevin said about some of us being able to use more than one and I think it's more rare when you have a medium that doesn't have more than just one gift. Does that make sense? It's yeah. like it's like they have the gift, like they had maybe they just had a mental gift to where they can uh experience the sensations and things like that. But at the same time, they also have that ability throughout growing up. They've opened up that other part where they they can actually channel that energy. Right. And so it's, it's kind of weird. So almost like leveling up. Yeah. You, oh, okay. Now I can, now I can do this. Well, if you, if you've opened up in enough. Yeah. To, you know, you can, you can kind of train it like a, like a skill, like building muscle. Like you go and work out in the gym, your muscles get bigger. If you're constantly working on being a medium, you're going to get stronger and stronger at it and be able to do more things. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, like I said, it. You, I, like I said, when we started the show, you can learn, but I think you have to be born with that talent. I don't think. Yeah, you have to have the innate ability. Yeah, to get you started. have to have something there to get started, and then I think yeah. you can build off of that. Um, wow, yeah. Kevin, I didn't know that. So Jamie's talked to us. Jamie, spirit, Jamie's a mental medium. Never Feeling. channeled one. Yeah. Jamie's a mental medium. Honestly, I don't know where I would categorize myself on either one of these. I was thinking about that today when I was reading all this stuff. Because, I mean, I did a little research that week because I had nothing else to do. Uh, <laughs> that's how I ended up playing PlayStation. Well, yeah, you were home sick, so. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I was home working. But, but today I, I started. Some research. <laughs> yeah, today today is when I actually saw that 70, that that article with the 73 different types of medium and I was like I said it was like growing down a rabbit hole for me I was like just getting yeah, sucked and it. sucked in I was like I, I got a really cool that would have been like the this. worst swirly ever yeah because we're like holy crap so many it, different it's like mediums. reading freaking you know WebMD oh my god you know yeah. oh my god I got cholera <laughs> I am the most powerful medium in the world <laughs> uh, I'm an extra large fuck the medium part um, uh, but no, I, it, I, after, you know, doing all the research, I, based off my experience, I don't know if I would consider myself to be a medium. I've never considered myself to be a medium. Let's just put and it that I, way. I agree with that. I, and this is the thing, not, not all mediums are psychics. I think, or all mediums are psychics, but not all psychics are mediums. mediums yeah. And I think you're a psych, I think you're more of a sensitive more to worry more of you oh. you can feel it you know you know it's there it's it feels more like a sixth sense to me yeah like i have a spidey sense it's like i yeah. can feel it you have it's like, like, a little, yeah. like a little slap on the back of your head that says something <laughs> oh wait that did happen that did happen <laughs> that did happen um so like i said i i, I and i've never once well, maybe so sensitive. Maybe once, maybe once when I was tripping on shrooms, I might have thought I was a medium. But never sober, I've ever thought I was a medium. <laughs> no, I, I. But I know I've always felt them, and, and I've seen them. And, yeah, and Kevin, Kevin can attest to this. Um, I didn't realize that I was a medium until I started talking to, to him and to Mike about stuff that I was seeing. Well, back in the day. Yeah. Back in 88, 89, when we first started knowing each other. Um, and in particular, that one time where I chased that car that went in the field on Thornton Road yeah. and crashed into the tree, <laughs> and it never happened. Never happened. <laughs> and I'm like, I took Tied off him. at a full run, and Kevin's like, what the fuck? Where, do you, where are you going? Um, and then we just saw the scorch marks on the tree, and Kevin's like, dude, you're a medium. Well, I mean, you're the only person that's actually seen Top Hat when Top Hat didn't want to be seen. Yeah. So I... Uh, because he didn't like to show himself around the group. No, not unless he wanted to piss someone off or scare the shit out of somebody, which he's yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. But it, you're the only one that went, 
who's that guy behind you? Oh my god, you fucking see him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, who's the dude? Who's the dude in the top hat? <laughs> No, I'm an extra large, bro. <laughs> you were, now you're more of a large. And, yeah, and if I order it on Wish, I'm a triple extra large because <laughs> it's Asian sizes. <laughs> I'm buying an extra large shirt, and it's like it's like a bib. I'm like, what the? How am I supposed to wear that? Honey, so, we got to yeah. quit getting people's stuff from the Philippines. <laughs> some, some, I'm, getting, I'm getting half shirts in the mail. What the hell happened? I got you an extra large. For who? Gerbils? <laughs> Extra large hamster. Um, yeah, I, t- I put it on. It was like, rip. Uh, uh, I don't think that fits. <laughs> but but uh, no, I wasn't even a meat. I was a small back then. <laughs> I was I was a tiny ass dude. Uh, closer to three X now. Mm-hmm. You're like. Stay over there. <laughs> I don't want to be three X. Uh, that's, that's 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 too too many X's. <laughs> that's too too many X's. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be on that treadmill. Just plug it in. Just go. I can't stop. <laughs> Treat it like I was on spiral or something. I can't stop. <laughs> I can't stop. <laughs> No. Uh, good movie, by the way. I don't know if you've seen that one yet. Uh, the continuation. I've, I've, I've got it, but I have not seen Spiral it's, yet. It's I good. Have it. It's good. It's it's on my it's on my to watch list. <laughs> it, it's a good one. Uh, yeah, I highly recommend Spiral. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so mediums. Exactly. Like I've never. I've never considered myself a medium, but I have, I guess I consider more myself an empath than anything else. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't walk, is, I can't walk into guess, a room and say I can help you with your problem. I can tell yeah. you how to deal with Higher. the issue, but I can't tell you how to, I, I can't communicate with it. I can't tell you why it's there. I can't, I can't do none of that stuff. Yeah. You, know, you, just, you just know it's there. I know it's there. I can walk into a house and go, yeah, you're fucked in here. <laughs> That's yeah. bad juju all throughout me. <laughs> you know, literally, um, there was a, there's a, a house here in town. We call it the castle house. It's a single column tower that's right next to a bridge a couple miles from here. And I... I was coaching these two kids that live there and I went to go pick them up to take them to practice when I was coaching junior high football. Yeah. I I went there and I'm standing at the door at the store at the threshold to go into this place. And the, the mom's like, Hey, come on in. And I was like, I go to step foot and I get this flash of a dude swinging at me with a knife. <laughs> No. And I was like, <laughs> and I go, I don't think I should come into your house. I says, you've got a ghost and he don't want me. <laughs> he said, I wasn't invited. <laughs> and, she goes, and she goes, oh my God, you saw him? And I'm like, I, I saw mean, something. 
<laughs> and he is, I got, I got anger and it was like, you know, you best not come in here. Yeah. And I'll cut you. <laughs> um, higher. Mine said higher. Not higher. Ago. And then it said singing. I don't know. I'm not singing. Right. Oh no! I'm Maybe next Friday. I think next Friday I might do some karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> Your love is lifting me. <laughs> <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> Number two. Okay, so Kevin says I can give or take energy, which can suck if you're not aware of it. Money calls it wild magic. Kyle. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, well, Kevin's. I yeah. can't say Kevin's wrong about. That. I can't say Kevin's wrong about that. I've I've been school. I've been around Kevin where he was just absorbing everything. Yeah, and it's it's weird. And it, Kevin just a. We're not going to say that you're a soul sucker, a soul bro. sucker, but it really kind of depends on your mood, honestly. Like it, would, it all, it all depends would, on your, yeah, your emotional state. Yeah, because time, because when you're in a bad mood, I've, I, I know, because I've gone on the freaking four a.m. car rides with you and my brother. I know when you're in a bad mood and you suck everything out. But when you're, yeah. when you're kind of in that positive state, you unleash everything. It's kind of weird. It, it really is kind yeah. of weird. Uh, Rich says, what's your thought on how people who have suppressed their gifts reobtain them? <clears throat> well, suppression, that, that's the bad thing when you have a talent like that. So if you do suppress it, I, I don't think you ever lose it to begin with. It's, it's something you're, you're born with. You can't get rid of it. Now, Correct. through suppression and, I, I and denial and things like that, you can kind of shield yourself from it happening to you you know and yeah. and, and dealing with everything around you <clears throat> um, but you know like reobtaining like muscles when you don't use them yeah it's it's like atrophy you're i think it, once you, you can ex- still ex- get there accept the fact that you do still have it and that you're gonna start looking more into it, I think it'll literally just start opening up for you, like reading pages in a right. book. The more pages right. you get into it, the more yeah. it gets interesting until you get to the end, and then you have to go get the new book because it's a series. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a movie soon. It's going to so be a movie soon. It. Yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, um, but, yeah. I, I don't think there is an issue with people that for reobtaining them, Rachel. I, I really don't think – Reobtaining yeah, is no, the I think issue. You just I think turn it's, it on. I think what it has to do is the taboo of what what people call this and 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 force this as being evil and taboo their whole lives and suppressing it, especially nowadays how it's becoming more open. I think these people are. I think there's a lot of people out there that are realizing that maybe they shouldn't suppress their gift, and I th- I think I think it also has to do with a lot. Uh, some of these people are dealing with a lot of uh, depression in their lives and things like that because they're not accepting what they have. Does that make sense? I, I think that makes sense. I don't know. I've been drinking, but <laughs> yeah, we, we both have. Uh, but no, I think I think you've got a you've got a valid point. The and I I agree. I agree for the most part. I think just like a muscle, it's got to be trained again. Yes. But you can you can turn on. I mean, I 
I, I was a professional wrestler for four years, and it took me a long time to get bulky. But now, just about every time I work out, muscle memory. I can gain muscle in. really fast. Yeah, because that muscle memory it doesn't kicks matter. In. It does, yeah, like muscle my memory kicks in. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, <laughs> my amino yeah. acids need to be here. That's my body knows this. <laughs> yeah, this is where I need to build. But yeah, so I'm like I don't want to do that. But yeah. Um, so but yeah, thanks, that was a great question. Yeah, and she says, "Yep, it did. It, it created a lot of depression mm-hmm. and angst in her life sure. by suppressing that stuff." Dealing, and I, I yeah. know your background, Rachel, you and I know about the suppression and things like that that you've had to gone through just from not having the acceptance of it in your life. It can really turn you down a dark path if and and that this goes for anything. Honestly, I'm gonna put this out there. If there if there's something about you that you are suppressing about yourself, all it's going to do is take you into a dark place because you're not accepting yourself for who you are. So the simple fact of the matter is going to throw you down a a huge depression because you're not, you're not, you're never going to be happy with yourself. So whether we're talking about paranormal psychic mediums or anything like that, just accept who you are. It'll save a whole lot of angst and anguish. It doesn't matter if other people accept you. By the time you get to the point where you're meeting people, it, it, you'll find the people that will accept you for who you are. So don't, don't worry about that shit. <laughs> I wish someone had told me that when I was a little kid. I wish somebody would have told, you know, I tell my kids that all the time. I can give two shits if that person don't like you. You'll find the people that like you. <laughs> you'll find your, your clique. You'll find those people that yeah. you mesh with. Uh, yeah. And, you know, my middle daughter is a huge example of that. She is so different than everybody else. And living in a mile square town, it it's almost like a threat to everybody. But she's that one. She's the one I told you. She's got the door and the light. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yes, you do, Rachel. Amber. You do have me. Uh, I mean, I'm called asshole, dipshit. <laughs> this is a great show. <laughs> As long as that wasn't a possessive, it wasn't I got your asshole, that would have that would have made for an interesting okay, let's ex- let's not explore that. Let's um move uh, on. But I like but, what Kevin said down below. He said, I find it interesting that when the church made sensitives evil that profits disappeared. That is that is very that is very true, Kevin, because without sensitives there would have been no profits. It wouldn't have been because yeah, what are what are they doing if not? What are channeling the apostles channeling God? Yeah, channeling angels and speaking God's word. I and you know, Moses Moses would be stoned to death. I mean, <laughs> exactly. No, those Noah would have been. What the hell are you doing? I mean, yeah. they were kind of like that anyway. Yeah. But priest. What priest? Priest. Yeah. Sam. 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 I am. Sam the priest. Well, Father Sam, welcome to the show. Are they wrong? I've got, Nat- I've got Natalie and Susan hugging me. Are they? Well, yeah. I, they, they. If you're talking about the church, uh, classifying people senses as evil, I yeah, they're hundred yeah. percent wrong. Hundred percent wrong. Uh, that's they're. If you're religious, what? And I don't care what religion you you practice. Uh, whatever makes you a better person, go ahead and do it. Teaches you to hate, you need to find something different. Uh, but in every religion, those prophets and apostles, 
they're all sensitive. They're, they're all mediums. They're all picking up the words from some other existence. Right. So when you classify them as, as, as sensitive as being evil, you're literally classifying your own apostles and prophets as evil. Right. So in your own terms, you're saying that Noah was evil. You're saying that Moses was right. evil. You're saying that John was evil. You're saying that Paul yeah. was evil. Yeah. <laughs> right. And and Noah, if you I mean if you go by you know, go by the word, yeah. the whole thing about Noah building the ark, he he said that God told him he heard from God that he had to build this boat. That's yeah. clear audience. Yeah. He he Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I think, well, I think, yeah, and I... Oh, yeah, um, okay, I, about me being an asshole and dipshit. No, again, no, they're not wrong, yeah, Kevin. <laughs> no, it's, it's absolutely, absolutely true. But it's, there is honesty in that. <laughs> there's, there's definitely truth in all that. But, no, I, it's, and I think, I think that was the church's biggest mistake, was to to do that. And one of the things that, I'm and Kevin knows this too because I kind of jumped on the at at Bev's funeral. I jumped on the pastor about this. Um, and but I had a Jehovah's Witnesses would come to our house, yeah, every week just to you know talk to me and preach. And I told him, Look, I'm securing my faith, so I'm not going to convert. But if you want to debate the Bible or talk about faith or anything like that, I'm down. Come <coughs> over anytime you want, yep. I have no problem with that. So he he shows up with a buddy of his from another congregation. And he tells me that Jesus hates sinners. No, he didn't. Jesus was a sinner. And I said, no, he doesn't. And I disagree with that completely. Jesus doesn't hate anybody. Jesus loves sinners. Jesus loves If he If he hated sinners, he wouldn't have died for everybody's sins. <laughs> why would he die for our sins if he dated sinners? Yeah, but but even still, why would he? He doesn't. He's not supposed to hate anybody. And then he he came uh, another week and told me that anybody who doesn't believe in him, he hates. And I go, I disagree with that too. I don't believe that Jesus or God. How do you feel? They hate anybody. They shouldn't, because no. that's the whole thing. Is love thy neighbor, right? Yeah, there's so, no stipulation on that. It just says love thy neighbor. No, there's you, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't say love I thy think, neighbor unless. Yeah, it doesn't say that. <laughs> no, unless they don't love you. No, yeah, that's no. love your neighbor. Doesn't matter. Love them, and um, and I'm I'm a firm believer in that. I don't, I don't. Evidently, Amber's Amber is a show. firm believer in it too. <laughs> Amber, 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 Amber. But that man, that was really good, Kevin. I I've never thought about the apostles and the prophets. The prophets, yeah, being considered sensitives. But again, they're supposedly the you know, like the Bible was written in the Word of God. God didn't write it. Yeah, God spoke it to them. Channeled through someone to write it. Yeah, I it, so that's. That okay, you knew that was going before three minutes before you were actually called. I would go into that claircognance. Amber, Amber, Amber. 
that we're talking about either for yeah. the mental. That's, a, that's, that's, that's that a mental cognizance, and that's considered part of that that's, mental that's a, mediumship. That's a think. feeling. That's a yeah. That's a knowing. Leave. That's Follow you. I a, think. I I think well, and I I would go as far as to say that's a spiritual medium because that's about talking to loved ones. Oh yeah, that um, I mean, it very well could have been his dad. You know, it could have been pops telling yeah. him, "Hey, I'm gone." Yeah. Just wanted yeah. to let you know. Cause, <laughs> no, my mom came to me. I remember you talking, telling me about it, that. It may, I mean, it may not be the same. He he knew, so that was probably a claircognizance. But my mom came to me in my sleep, in my dream, and told me she was gone, and told me she loved me, and then I got the call an hour later. That's rough. I I. I've n- I've never had that happen, and that that would be hard for that. That would that would be a yeah, hard oh. one. It's like whoa, <laughs> and, you know. And well, I knew because you know she had cancer. She she was terminal. We knew. Yeah. She was in the hospital. We knew she wasn't getting out. Um. And she was in the hospital, and she told me that she didn't want me there when she died. She she told me to go. Oh wow! Um, and she said, "You'll know. You'll know when I go. But I don't want you to see it." Yeah. And so I, I did as she asked. I went back to Stockton, and yeah, my you know my wife and I are laying in bed sleeping. I woke up at four in the morning crying. Yep. And and then I got the call from my grandmother an hour later, and I was like, I know she already came to me and told me. <laughs> I'm I'm already up, Grandma. Thanks. Yeah. Caller. Caller. Yes. Dream contact can be disorienting because it's easy to question until something supports it. Yeah, you know, and we talked about. See, Kevin, you're new to the show. We talked about dream walking and dream uh, when we were talking about our other shows. When we talk about the Kashuk mm-hmm. record and everything, I'm a and, and with deja vu and 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 what all that pertain, but it's <clears throat> dream contact. It can, it can be very confusing. It can be very confusing, um, because it's a dream. You you don't realize yeah, you don't until, and he's right until something supports what just happened in that dream. And that's interesting because with with that with my point when my mom came to me, I knew. I yeah. knew that was real. Yeah. Well you felt it. I had no yeah. I had no doubt in my mind when I woke up. I had no doubt. You felt her energy. When yeah. she was in your dream, you felt her energy. That energy you've known your whole life. Because oh, yeah. I, guarantee you've, I, I guarantee you've, I guarantee you've had your mom in your dreams throughout your whole life. But that was the one where she would hit your, she was in your dream, and you didn't just see her in your dream, you felt her in your dream. You felt the mom yeah. energy that the that person that gave you life, you felt her. Yes, you have. I called you the next day. <laughs> you bastard. 
what the fuck was that? <laughs> and I told you, I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, he's Amber. Amber's hey, talking Amber. to me again, but no, he's he's yeah, he's contacting me in my dreams. He did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I called you the next day, you bastard. Was that when you were still in Stockton or after you moved down south? That was that was here. I was there. Yeah. Oh wow. That was here. Um Southern California too. He knew um when our kids got taken away. Oh shit. Cause I came to him. Oh. That's and then and then we I... talked and he flew down to Orange County. To stay with us. Oh, shit. Morning. Morning to you. Where are you at? Good Australia? Morning. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that you, Yukiko? You in Guam, <laughs> Japan? Where are you at? It, dude, Where are you at? It's morning. If Yukiko comes up right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've... It, I've had... I can't... I don't know if I've ever shared a dream with someone... Oh, I, I no. deal with my kids all the time. When when my kids would have nightmares, and I I tell them just call me. In your nightmare, just call me. In your in your dream, just call me. And I'll and I'll be there in your dream. And there's you know probably a half a dozen times where you know one of my kids was like, "Hey, Dad, I had a nightmare, and I called you, and you were there." And I says, "Oh yeah," and I'll tell them the dream. Oh, wow. I'll tell them what dream they had. And he was like, they'd be like, whoa, that was really you. I said, I told you, just call just me. Call me. <laughs> and I'll come to your Pick dream. <laughs> and when I get done fighting the monster in my dream, I'll come and help you. Can't help you until I help myself. <laughs> yeah, I got I to fix my own shit. Then I'll come over and I'll get you. Uh, as soon as I'm going to pick up my wife in her dream. <laughs> Make sure coming. she gets home. <laughs> <laughs> Kill my monster, and then and then I'll be over there. We'll be over. <laughs> you know, and I'll I'll bring clothes when you go to school naked. Now, smile. I know we talked about. <laughs> I know we talked about dream walking before. Um, would you classify that in the psychic mediums, or would you still classify that in what we talked about in the powers before? I still, it's a psychic ability. But I, I believe that mediums are all different categories. Have, they they talk with the dead, or they they deal with the spirits that have passed on. That's what I believe the difference is between. And I think if you look up the definition medium. of medium itself, is individuals who can who can connect and communicate with the other realm. That is literally the definition of a medium. Right. So I, and that kind of, man, I really, Brad, takes right on. Not all psych, all mediums are psychic, but not all psychics are mediums. <laughs> One of the weird guys that can change my dreams. You know, if you, if you want to talk about changing dreams, and this one actually happened, 
What's today? Friday, so the, not uh, Wednesday night. I had a dream where I got guy walked up on me and shot me in the side of my head. Very weird dream. Came out of nowhere. I was everything went black as I was falling down because you 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 feel your body falling. You know that falling feeling. I don't know if everybody's anybody yeah. ever been in a fight, been knocked out. There's a weird feeling. <laughs> yep. yep. But yep. <laughs> at the same time, I rose back up and everything came back clear. And I said, "Not today." <laughs> and I woke up. <laughs> And, and that's interesting because most most people, when they have dreams like that, that they're falling or they're going to get shot or something like that, they never they never experience the death part. Mm, that's yeah. when they wake up. Yeah, because a lot right? of people believe that if you die in your dream, you die in life. Right. Hence Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Uh, but oh, I've, me. I've had a similar dream to that, only I was shot between the eyes. I was shot right here. Who right is she? Side of my head. I don't know who she is. I was. I think it's I was, Amber. I was. I was shot right here, and well, I was shot here by my stepdad. Um, but I, and then I went black. It went black. I was falling. I woke up, and then I hit my bed. So I was oh. standing. Oh yeah. And I fell, and I hit my bed. Oh yeah. So I was up, and that was a, that was a weird. That yeah, was it, it was weird. I woke up. I couldn't. I couldn't go back to sleep after that. I was up probably probably at four o'clock in the morning on Wednesday morning. But yeah, mm-hmm. it was weird. You know, I was just. It was a kind of. I don't remember everything about the dream, but it felt like a happy dream. <laughs> you know, happy I, I was dream, pretty, and then you just got shot, and all of a sudden, someone just came up to the side of me, and boom! Like I heard it, and I felt it, and I felt going down, and then all of a sudden, I popped back up, and I went, "Not today." <laughs> and I woke up and I went I woke up going alright I'm watching that kind of makes you feel like you're in the matrix right <laughs> yeah I, it, right yeah. you know I just I turned on the television and I was just like I'm just gonna watch some TV right now I don't know what that was about but it, um, that, that was probably the worst thing that happened to me all week yeah here's here's the question for you as as we're getting ready to go to break yeah um do you believe that near-death experiences can trigger psychic abilities and or medium abilities? I would say yes, and this is, this is my theory on that. So, again, I go back to the theory that we only use 20% of our brain. Well, when you go into a near-death death experience, your body releases a huge amount of DMT into your body. It's it's that fucking drug that fucking sends all the synapses in your fucking brain. It's called the God drug. I don't know if you ever know what DMT is. Um, you can literally do it. it. It literally gets you the closest thing to God. They call it the God drug. Um, but it's naturally produced in your body. And what it does, it makes everything, all your synapses fire inside your brain. So basically your brain lives about five minutes after you freaking die. And you have crazy vivid dreams and things like that. So I think what happens in some of these near death experiences, when that DMT gets flooded into your system and all those synapses go off in your brain, it opens up a section of your brain to the point when you come back off that near death experience, or you had, you died and got brought back to life. I don't call it near death. I don't call near near death experiences, getting fucking hit in a car 
That's a near-death experience. You fucking died and came back. You're like, oh. <laughs> That's a near-death experience. When you die and come back, and it, that, that releases all that DMT inside your brain because that's a natural response to death for your body is releasing that chemical. I think it actually, when it fires off all those synapses, you no longer use 20% of your brain. You might use 23. You might use 25 because it opened up a part of your brain that allows you to have it opens up those abilities for it just by the simple fact that it opened up that part of the brain that you've never used before that's been asleep your whole life. That's my theory on that. <laughs> and it's based off science with DMT because <laughs> they've done it, they've done those studies and put those electrodes on there and seen the synapses go off in the brain when someone goes when dies and that DMT floods your floods your brain and starts sending all those starts firing off all those synapses. It, it's crazy I mean it you can find videos on YouTube where it shows everything firing all throughout your brain when normally it's just like this little area that's firing off all the time and it right. goes through all out your brain so when they come back there's like this little hoo-hoo spot that's still firing it created a connection and it never it it has a bridge now there that that's my theory, anyways. What about you? I agree. I I don't know so much about the DMT, but I was actually pronounced dead at ten months old for four minutes. So you've already had that flood, that which would explain really a lot of. That's something I would like to look into is into true legitimate <clears throat> mediums out there mm-hmm. or even psychics, whether it be mediums or not. If they've how what's the percentage of that have had a death experience? Have, have, have had a death experience. Because you were clinically dead. You died. I was, I was my my heart stopped. Yeah. I, I had well, I had two hernias when I was born. Yeah. I had my second hernia surgery at seven months old. I contracted pneumonia in the hospital at 10 months old and they pronounced they, and my heart stopped. I was, I was dead for four minutes and then they, and they brought me back. And yeah. And that fight, like I said, that five minute window, that DMT is keeps that brain going because it's firing. That chemical just keeps firing everything, firing everything. Uh, I don't know about life. I'm surviving, (laughs) but, um, I believe that but, people you know, on the spectrum I, have more DMT. You'll have to explain that, Kevin, why you think they have more DMT in their bodies. Do you, and is it like, because we talked about that with, um, with static electricity, with how much electricity that, that goes through us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always. talking about some, some people. Some people can, some people actually have more electricity in their bodies and are always shocking themselves hey, or doing stuff. All the fucking time. And does that have any ties to psychic abilities? Because, like, yeah. you know, I can walk outside with a divining rod right now and I can find water. Yeah. I have no idea how I do it. Yeah. <clears throat> now you're just, your body's feng shui. But yeah, I've got, I'm like that. <laughs> and, and the rods do this. But I'm like, okay, there's yes. water here and it turns that way. So... Yeah. Um, and you know, my dad's the same way. He can do that too. That's crazy. I, you know, uh, that's one thing so, I've never tried using as a divining rod. I think that'd be interesting. Yeah. 
an interesting, interesting thing to do. And there, there are mediums that actually use the divining rod to speak to the dead. Yeah, it's, it's a tool they that they use. Yes no. yeah. yeah, yeah, to answer yes or no. You know, but there's man, they get a lot of static for doing that because they're so easily manipulated. They say those divining rods. So, right, a lot of people say that a true medium doesn't use those because the fa- simple fact that if you're really in tune, you don't need a divining rod. Um, right. I've I've never used it for that. And they, they literally say but that. I have used it to find water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> greetings. Well, greetings to you. Uh, so, like, if I, I have a water leak coming up out of the ground, i got to find out where the pipe is. Yeah. So, I use the divining rod. I'm like, okay, so I think we're right here and start digging. Um, yeah. I mean, almost, but, see, that's I don't <clears> – that, that's I, – I like that. I, I like where you're going with that, Kevin, but – I don't think DMT has to deal with with what you're talking about. I, I think that's a totally different hormone than DMT. Um, and I, and don't get me wrong, I I don't know that much about autism or, or people on the spectrum or whatnot. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say that I do. Um, it, I know you have way more experience than that, uh, <laughs> but I don't understand why you would think that people on the spectrum would have more DMT because I've, I've always thought about people on the spectrum. It's like losing sight. When you lose your sight, your other senses become more developed. When you lose your hearing, your other senses... I, I feel with people on the spectrum, they have a part in their brain that is closed off or shut down. So your brain opens up other parts, which allows them to do other things to that. That's, that's how I perceive it. Cause there's people on the spectrum that do shit that you just go, how the hell do they fucking do that? How, how do they do a, how do they do a level 100 maze in less than 30 seconds. How do they do that? How do they just see all that? You know what I mean? And I've seen them do it. Right. <laughs> but, um, but then they don't understand that to shake your hand. Yeah, exactly. Do something like there's simple. a different it's part like, of their brain is shut off. It's work, it's, yeah. It's working a totally different. Yeah. It's so, like, you know, this is shut off, but this is, is open. Firing yeah. Like on all cylinders. Uh, now, could it be part of the birthing process where, Something happened in birth to where DMT flooded the brain and shut something off. It, it shut down a bridge and opened up another bridge. That, that's a good theory. I kind of like that. But I don't know about DMT because part of it is because you can't shut any part of your brain down. I think he's talking about like the ADHD there. Or it could be with the Spectre. I'm not sure. Uh but I know with ADHD, I suffered that as a kid. My daughter suffers it really bad. Um, I wouldn't mm-hmm. say DMT would be a result of ADHD. But I'm not sure about people that are on the spectrum. You know that I have discovered that I am on the spectrum, right? No, I didn't know that, Kevin. I didn't know that yeah, you were on the spectrum. I did. It makes sense. And I'm not saying that in a joking way, even though that did sound kind of funny. <laughs> But no, I mean, 
growing up with you, Kevin, it kind of does make sense that you would be on the spectrum. Uh, and really, it's your mannerisms. Uh, it almost feels like uh, Asperger's type, uh, where you sit on the on the on the spectrum there. I worked an autistic two year old, knew French but was never taught. She couldn't identify her own parents, so that yeah. is see that's that's that then that's what I'm talking about. Like there's a part of the brain that's just shut off, but a whole other part is like I know French. Little bit, yeah. <laughs> Parlez-vous français? Mais j'appelle Jean. Parlez-vous France? <laughs> <laughs> Parlez-vous de cochon? That's the only French word, French phrase, uh, which means make the pig noise. Uh, I I never do that, but, Kevin. You yeah, never told I, me that. Yeah. No, there was a uh, there was there was a show. There was a documentary special. It was called Stan Lee's Superhumans. And they... I never got to watch that. But it was all about people that were on the spectrum. Well, it was, you know, different things. Like, you know, a person whose hands were so strong that he could just scale up the side of a mountain. And his hands were all just weird, kind of deformed. Oh, wow. Um, A person who could hammer spikes with his head. And then they, they tested him and found out that his... Um, his skull was 17 millimeters thick. Holy cow! Which is like it's like know. almost three times what a normal yeah, person. Yeah, I was does. like uh, normal person is like four. <laughs> yeah, because they were like dashes, which is like 12. Um, <laughs> uh, um, but they had this one where this person was like an instant calculator. And I mean, he could do calculations in his head quicker than shit. Right. Just right. Um, Only, I mean, if he was autistic, he was very high functioning autistic, Mm. Um, very high on the spectrum, but he was like a savant with calculations Mm. and numbers and multiplications and all that kind of stuff. So they did an MRI and they gave him math problems while he was under the MRI and a different part of his brain lit up than what normally would. That's see that that's that's. And it was God. What was it? It was like the the part that controls involuntary function. Oh wow! Like your heart beating and your breathing yeah. and stuff like that. That lit up. <laughs> Why is when this was lighting up? <laughs> I have to do this to survive. <laughs> if I don't like, know this, I like might die. It so it was automatic pilot when he did it. It was just an amazing. That's crazy thing. Um, one of the best. Oh, one yourself. Of the best studies that I saw them do, but it was like a. Um, Sorry, I said show myself. Uh, show yourself. But. Now it was it was a pretty cool little documentary series where they took someone that had this apparent extraordinary ability and they tried to figure out how he did it. Oh wow! Oh, how it was possible? Like that, and there was a person who could run ultra marathons. He could run 125 miles without stopping. Fucking forest. And they they tested him. They had him just run <laughs> on a treadmill, and he got to this certain point because it's all about lactic acid buildup, right? Yeah, in the muscles. He got to this certain point and he stopped producing lactic acid. Oh, wow. 
and more oxygen was going to his muscles than anybody. Almost like twice as much oxygen was going to the muscles. And he, he stopped producing lactic acid. It got to a point where he just leveled off and he could just go. Oh, that's crazy. That, that's, I mean, that's just, just phenomenal just stuff. Amazing. Just amazing things. Not necessarily psychic abilities, but, um, you know, with what Kevin was talking about, it was when the, with the guy that did the math, it was a different part of his brain that yeah. was doing the calculations. And that could have very well been a near death experience or something in childbirth or yeah. something where the DMT kind of opened that up and put that there. So yeah. then all of a sudden he just does math. Like it's like most people breathe. Dude, DMT is, is a remarkable thing. I have never done DMT but I have thought about finding someone that I could do DMT with because that would be a weird experience. I, it's, it's, so I took a break, looked at the connections in scientific research. They're connecting dysfunction of the penile gland and can trigger DM, with, which can trigger DMT levels. <clears throat> They're connecting well, they, dysfunction of the penile gland, which can trigger DMT. I'm pretty sure I was supposed to be witch, right? Camera. Camera. Yes, we are on camera. Yeah. Do you want to be on camera? Come sit right next to me. There's a... Uh, gosh, what was it? There's I, I read <clears throat> something a little bit on the DMT, and it says there's a link between DMT and the production of serotonin. Yeah, yeah. You're happy, happy juice. Happy juice. Happy juice. And and then it mentions something about um, the amino acid tryptophan. And that kind of, yeah. <clears throat> and all that kind of ties them together. I'm gonna. Uh, de- I'm definitely going to read more on it. Yeah, DMT is a, a remarkable, uh, I, I'm not a big drug taker, but man, I would. I don't know, that doesn't, I mean. So. So, it doesn't sound like a drug, but I guess it is. I mean, so is oxygen. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, well, it's a naturally produced drug, but people will take it just to get the high, to have that experience without having to die. And they, they literally right. call it the God drug. I mean, <laughs> they literally say it's the closest thing you'll ever get to God. <clears throat> but they used to say that about LSD, too. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, never, I never did that, but I heard some stories. So... What what so you you okay. believe that near death experiences can open up psychic abilities or medium abilities? Absolutely. Uh, what before we we go to break? You know what? Let, let's take a break. I don't think we're done talking about mediums yet. But let's go ahead and take a break. <laughs> let's go ahead and take a break. Yeah. Um, we're gonna be right back. We're gonna take a quick little break. Uh. It, we'll be right back. We're, we're not done talking about, about mediums mediums. yet. We're not. We're, we're not <laughs> done talking about mediums yet. We'll be right back, guys. Yes. Africa.
sound. Word.
Cynthia. Believe. Kevin, Kevin wrote a big-ass note on here. If we suggest further supports the penile gland melatonin hypothesis, in addition to the link between melatonin and ASD, we propose new insights in light of the recent work by Calvin and Lai 
speculating on the possibility that abnormal metabolism 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 of endangered metabolism meta- <laughs> thank you sir <laughs> metabolism metabolism uh of indigenous metrocity dmt a okay mega, that's mega a mega fucking mega. name uh possibly from the penile gland might cause the aberrant neuroplasticity and neural connectivity abnormals of autistic patients that is fucking is- interesting as hell kevin Thank you for sharing that. That that is that's interesting. I would never but that is weird. I mean basically when well but my okay, here's my problem with that. As much as I, I like that 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 post that Kevin just put on there. There's female autistics. Yeah. Females do not have a penile gland. <laughs> it's um I, I think it's pineal gland. Not penile. It's not it's not Oh yeah, okay. All right, not the pee pee gland. Okay. It's not the pee gland. See that's what I first thought he said. But no, it's it's pineal gland. Pineal gland, okay. Maybe he wrote. Maybe he spelt it wrong the first time. He, he said he sprint, he pronounced it. It, it was P I N A L. Yeah. Okay. He he, and I was like, <laughs> "That's <gland."> interesting." <laughs> okay. Interesting fact about me is that Kevin posted. Interesting fact about me is that was I was given my money back by a gypsy in Germany when I tried to get my phone root. She made a protection sign. And told me I was already dead. <laughs> It's a small endocrine gland in the brain of most vertebrates. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. That's interesting. I, I, we'll see. I mean, I can understand why, a.k.a. the third eye. The third eye. But, okay... I, I can I can understand I, that 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 really yes they do penile versus pineal <laughs> I'm very sure you wrote penile first time Kevin that's what was throwing me off <laughs> but I could be wrong and I don't want to scroll down <laughs> yeah ADHD comes from the dick. <laughs> I know that was the reason why I couldn't pay attention. <laughs> it explains a whole lot. <laughs> Mr. Lowe, you want to work this problem on the board? No, thanks. No, thanks. I was not paying attention to what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> and if I stood up right now, I'd probably hit my desk. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, that's interesting. So, during the break, I was talking to my daughter, and I was talking about, because we started talking about DMT, even though we're supposed to be talking about psychic mediums and how we got into DMT, as what I told her about, uh, she brought up the movie The Frighteners, and I, I was like, that is a perfect example of DMT, of right. what they saw when they were he, dead. And, he, had, he had a death, and he came back, and then after that, he could talk to ghosts. Yeah. And I... I 
because that's what we were talking about. We were talking about the question you asked me about people who have died being able to wake, come back and have supernatural ability. I was like, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, like Frighteners. I was like, yes, <laughs> great reference. And she even agreed the original was better than the remake. <laughs> uh, yes. But no. Uh, I do uh, like me some Michael J. Fox, though. <laughs> um, but and, and I was thinking of Flatliners. No, oh, that, yeah, that's that. No, I, I not frighteners, flatliners. That that's what we're talking about, flatliners. No, but but well, frighteners yeah, makes sense too. Is, yeah, frighteners makes absolutely absolutely sense. good sense too because he died in the car wreck. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he died in the car wreck and then he came back and he could see ghosts. Yeah, I thought that's for sure what you were talking about. That no, we were talking about flatliners, but <laughs> we were talking about flatliners. But yeah, but yeah, flatliners original is definitely better than than the sequel, but still. Both good references. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but back to segments because we were, I'm not done talking about this. <laughs> uh, and I think, and, and Kevin even brought up a better point, is palm readers is another form of medium. Yep. So... Another, it's another form of divination, just like just like the bones, just like tarot. Okay, all um, right. Since we're talking about all different, ball. since we're talking about all, a little bit of this stuff, would you consider palm reader more into the shaman witch doctor practice than an actual medium practice? Oh. No, I think it's more of more of a medium. You think they'd be more medium? Yeah. Well, and even still, are they? I think that's more psychic. <clears throat> yeah, see, I, I wouldn't put a, I wouldn't put a palm reader as a medium. I would put them as a psychic, no. psychic yeah. with a paranormal, yeah, uh, a supernatural ability, because they yeah. have the ability for insight, but not necessarily. They don't necessarily. Speak communicate with the other realm no they they look at the lines on your hand and they tell you what has happened and what will happen in american culture those with the touch or our touch often have experienced death in some way yes you are very correct in that statement kevin Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't consider a palm reader as a medium, but as a psychic. As a psychic, yes. And also, I think, um, yeah, a palm reader just sees the signs based on understanding what they see. And and that goes along the lines of, you know, someone reading reading bones or tea leaves or something like that. They're... Um, well, see when you okay. Is that so, a, does, but see, I, I okay, think palm reading okay, can be a skill. okay. So, I think palm reading is not a medium power. I, I don't think. No. I think it is a, a uh, an ability. Yes, and yes. I just like astral projection. It can be taught. Or right. tarot. I feel a little bit the same way. You can be taught on how to read the cards. Now, there yes. are certain tarot readers, though, 
that also have medium powers that not only do they read the cards, they have the ability to connect into the other realm while they're reading those cards because they're not just giving you a reading. They're actually allowing you to talk to somebody. I've, I've and, seen them. Yeah. Um, no, that's how that's old possible. are you? I'm 44. Uh, <clears throat> but when it comes to things like tea leaves and in bones, I th- I kind of do put those a little bit in the medium realm because they use those tools to connect to the other realm. Does that make sense? Not every bone reader, not every tea leaf reader. Yeah, it's almost well. It's it's like fortune telling. But fortune telling where. Is clairvoyance like or right? Yeah, clairvoyance is clairvoyance. Seeing it's seeing yeah something, and basically you're taking the you know like say you're you're doing the tea leaves, you're looking at that yeah, even David <laughs> close to same as clairvoyance. Yeah, yeah, you're interpret you're interpreting that and saying okay this is this is what I see in your future based on the leaves. But or I I can also you ask me. I also believe you can be taught to read leaves. You can be taught yeah. to read bones. Yeah, absolutely. Like you can be taught to read tarot or palm. But at the same time, you have those people that actually have that connection to that other realm that use those bones or tea or tarot as a tool to help connect to that other realm. That's it's their right. it's their crystal. It's their Yeah. It's like the like the divining rod. It's their divining okay, rod. Some people use the divining rod to, to do that. Some people use psychic writing to to channel. So they, they just sit there with a pen and paper and they write. They yeah. don't necessarily yeah. speak to the dead. Yeah. They don't necessarily feel their emotions. But they can write and get information. information. That's at Akashic that. Record. I think that's a form of, <laughs> that's a form um, of that Akashic Record we keep talking about. Yeah. Uh, and, and you're right, Kevin. That's kind of where I was going with like the tarot and everything is that some palm readers. Yeah. They know how to read the palm and especially a a gypsy. She could very well have been a medium as well as a palm reader. So when you walked in, she already saw it. She already Mm -hmm. had the clairvoyance and, and the claircognance to know. I don't need to read your palm. You need to go away. (laughs) (laughs) You're not right. (laughs) There's something about you that I can't have in my shop. I I think you're making too much DMT. You're going to have to go. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I've, you know, I've had. Hold. It's like, so I've had Wiccans come off the street and approach me. And ask me what level I am. How? I don't know how. <laughs> but but I've I mean I've I've had people come up to me and and literally offer me to get rid of things that haunt me. Yeah. And you've got you've got something on you. you would you Can like, I help you dust know, it off? <laughs> 
And I, I've always told, no, no, that's that's my thing. I'm good. That's my thing. You know, he may <clears throat> not be a friend, but he keeps other things off me. Yeah, he he. he <laughs> I'd rather I'll, I'd rather have. The enemy of my evil. enemy is my friend. <laughs> exactly. I'd rather have that one because that one's been there for a long time. I know what to get with him yeah. than to have something unknown come at me. We know how to deal with each other. <laughs> we have an understanding. We have a mutual thing. We're like, all right, you stay out of my way. I'll stay out of your way. And I've I've had people come up to me and ask me, you know, about things that I see oh. and and. I don't know. I've had weird conversations with strangers that I shouldn't have had. I guess is the yes. best way to put it. Um, and I've, I've never, I've engaged in those conversations because it's interesting to me. But I've never inst- instigated those conversations. I guess is the best way to put it. No, no uh, I've never started those conversations. <clears throat> People always approach me. It's, it's. I've literally had someone walk up to me and go, "How do you deal with all that energy around you?" And it's like, because it's always energy. Yeah, <laughs> lots of beer. <laughs> and before my kids are born, uh, lots of weed. <laughs> yeah. um, I had some person, some person came up to me, and this was in a grocery store out of nowhere. Some person walked up to me and says, you are the most powerful psychic I have ever felt. And I looked at him and I says, I knew you were going to say that. the perfect response (laughs) so okay so there especially nowadays there is so mainstream there's a huge huge explosion of mediums out there i mean it's worse than the 70s nowadays uh I think now don't get me wrong, I think there could be a lot of people like what Rachel was talking about, people that have suppressed themselves their whole lives and now that it's not so taboo now are opening themselves up to it again. Mm-hmm. So I think my percentage number is probably lower than what is truly out there, but I out of Everybody that has come out saying that they're mediums and whatnot, there's, I, man, I would, I was going like 10%, 5% of true actual mediums out there. Yeah. But, and, and, and I didn't put into the fact that what Rachel was talking about, about suppression for so long that people yeah. are opening themselves up because now it's, it's, it's okay. You know, it's yeah. you're not going to be so ridiculed. People are more open now that that number could really be higher than what I'm thinking. What about you? I mean, I mean, no. See, I I was thinking ten percent. I mean, we, we've always what? been in a group that has very always been very open to everything. Yes, um, and that that's one of the one of the great things about our group is that we've always, we've always been receptive to stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. We've, 
we've we've always talked about it and it's never been in a, a judgmental thing way. or anything Peace. like that. Yeah, it was like, it's like really like tell me more. It's like, <laughs> like, like, oh really? Well what do you see right there? Yeah. What's that guy look like? Um you know, and we had so I mean, with all the people that kind of came into our circle. Yeah. Over the years. With different types of abilities. Oh yeah. Um, you know, we had that one, that one chick and I can't remember her name, but she could read auras. Oh, uh, what did it say? Stop recording. Oh, mine said, sorry. (laughs) Uh, oh, was it not, not ginger? I can't, Uh. I can't remember her name. Little blonde, thinking, little blonde girl. Little blonde girl. Little yeah. skinny blonde girl that Harley was dating. Ah. Uh, Susan. Susan? No. No. <laughs> I had a Susan came earlier in the show. No. <laughs> on, uh, on my ghost dude. Uh, God damn it. Oh, shit. I know who you're talking about. I, know, I could see her face. Was it Michelle? No. Kristen. I, yeah, it started with a C or a K or something. Kristen. It's Kristen. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. No. And she... Susan? No, Kristen. <laughs> uh, Susan. No, Susan, I, I think... I know who Damon's talking about. That, that was... Later on, uh, I'm not a medium, but I have been called a magical spiritual energy lightning rod. No, David and I kind of knew each other before we did. Yeah, before we met. Yeah, that well, that's kind of that's really interesting there too, Kevin. I it's kind of weird, like in our group. I don't say we we travel in like a magical group. I, I just, let me just put this out there, folks. We do not travel in a magical group. <laughs> we're, we're just but, a group of gypsies. Yeah, but with tarot there, cards and there is a certain thing about people that have certain auras and 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 abilities and and mannerisms about each other that find each other. I I guess is, but like a lightning rod. Yeah, like. Yeah, like, a fucking magnet, like, <laughs> and it's it's kind of weird that way. And like I said, like I told, like Kevin, and I said that when I was talking about my shit, never once, except maybe when I was on shrooms, I might have, but um, I was tripping. Uh, have I ever said I was a medium? I just I've never classified myself as a medium. I uh, classified myself maybe as an empath. David is probably the land of misfit toys. Yes, we are the land of misfit toys. <laughs> oh. uh, but mediums, they they freak me out a little. So, David, yes, you freak me out a little. <laughs> My work here is done. Because, well, the big thing with especially people that see, like, I don't get to see until they want me to see. I know they're there. I could feel them. I could feel what kind of energy they are. I can know if they're good. I can know if they're bad. 
I can know if they're pretty much neutral. And I can feel them to the point where I have been hit Hearing. by them. In fact, I've been smacked in the back of my head during the show. Uh, but I, unless they want me to see them or want me to see something that they do, I don't get to. Whereas when I was a little kid, you walked up and we said, Who, who's that guy behind you? It, that freaks me out a little. <laughs> and not in a bad way. It, it, in tr- the, more I, the more I'm with people like that, the more I want to know. Dude, what it, It's like, I want to take you here. What do you see here? I want to take you to this place. What do you see here? Like, like one of the big things that I want to do that trip in California with you and go to all that fucking just go down the California coast and fucking just hit all those spots. Cause I'm going to be going, what do you see? What do you see? Dave, Dave, what do you see? Dave, Dave, what do you see? Dave, I feel something really bad over here. What do you see? <laughs> I got something in this area. <laughs> Dave, it feels like it's grabbing my butt. Oh shit. That's you. Something, Dave. Stop it. Grab- Stop it. Oh, Dave. <laughs> Sorry, I've been taking the DMT. <laughs> Jamie uh, physically communicates. Yeah. That that's interesting to me too, man. That people that can physically communicate. I mean, I can talk to spirits all day long, Kevin. Um, whether or not they talk back to me is totally up to them, which is why I have the ghost tube app. <laughs> so, but to physically hear something from the other side that's fascinating why isn't she on the show kevin kevin why haven't you put her on the show (laughs) (laughs) i've i've heard disembodied voices i've heard them never yeah never to communicate well i've heard my name called I've heard my name and called. Completely Find parents. me. Find me. Yeah. Okay. We playing hide and seek now. <laughs> I've, I've I've had someone go right up to my ear and go, "Hey," <laughs> and I'm like, "Evil hey, yourself." <laughs> no, I think the 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 freakiest thing that's ever happened to me was something right in my face, and I felt it, like I felt the breath in the air when it came up, and it growled. Now I went. Well, fuck you too. <laughs> and I walked out. <laughs> and, and that's and that's where your ability is better than mine because I would have seen that. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I felt the air, and then I felt like it, like like you know, like my hand. Like if you do this, you can feel the air hit your face. Like if somebody goes, yeah, like it rushed yeah. in, and then it growled, and I could feel it on like. Like from the you could mouth, feel the breath on my on my cheek. Basically, I was yeah. like, and I turned around. I was like, "Well, I guess I'm gonna leave this room then." And I did. I <laughs> left the room nice and calmly. And I, <laughs> I'm gonna get the hell out. Uh, it, I, I went back in about an hour and a half later and didn't have no issues. But if I I I felt it still there, but it was like. It wanted me to know it was recording, and it, and that's what I get a lot. It's like I want you to know I'm here. Yeah, I don't know. 
like I said, that person is like, how do you deal with all that energy around you? Because they're just. <laughs> it's, it's like there. moss it's flying around a light. You, you deal with it on a regular basis. You know, and it's um, it's because of the, the stuff that I see and deal with um, causes me not to go in certain places. Yeah. Like hospitals. Hospitals. When we talked about having COVID. I I should have gone to the hospital, but I wouldn't. Yeah. Because that's just a it's just a, a spiritual nightmare. More out of stress. Yeah. And see, that's. Um, but see, I would I won't, I, would go, I won't go see anyone in prison because I can't deal with I'm that dead. either. That's just. Yeah, unless those we're are going the two to like worst places to go. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're going to Alcatraz. But I'm, I'll, I'll go to Alcatraz. We're doing it. Um, yeah, I really freaked those kids out. I feel bad now. Um, but, you know, my son Eric was like, I want you to tell me what you see. When you see it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then about halfway through, Dad, you don't have to talk anymore. It's fine. You can stop. <laughs> But I thought you wanted cemetery. See, cemeteries. Yeah. I like cemeteries. Cemeteries are, are weird for me because I know. I know you like you, cemeteries. I like cemeteries. I like going to cemeteries, but they're weird for me because I walk, and it's like I feel what I feel like in cemeteries. So you remember the Matrix. Where he's going when I think it's three, where he's flying down the thing and all the bad, Mister and, and all Mr. the bad little squiddies are coming after him. No Smiths when they start fucking all, like they're all channeling, all the virus? yeah, and they're all channeling in and then starting to come at him behind them. They're yeah. just kind of channeling in and funneling in behind him off his yeah. wake while he's flying away. That's what I feel like in a cemetery. So when I come in through the freaking gate. It feels like they all start coming in, and as I walk, keep walking through, they just channel in behind me, and I just feel them all sitting there. And it's a very weird, weird feeling. But when I stop, oh. they stop. And they go, whew. Yeah. I don't know if you see my hands. They go, whew. <laughs> it's like. Well, you kind of went like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they go, whew. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a weird feeling. But like when I mm-hmm. like when I go to the cemetery here, so I have my grandfather and my great great grand great great yeah two great grandfathers buried in the cemetery here, and my grandma and my aunt. It's weird. So when I go visit them, because I go, I, I like to go visit them, say hi, and talk to them. When I go visit mm-hmm. them, like I walk in and I get that feeling. Shot. But it's weird because when I go there, they all kind of whoo. It's like, oh, he's dealing with personal shit. <laughs> We're gonna back yeah. off, or you know, either that, or, or, or that, or, or, or grandpa. Like this, this one's mine. And, and knowing my grandpa, you he's like, I will shoot every single one of you. Get away! <laughs> I, take all your asses. And, I got a bullet. Um, that's a big no. But will that you guys no. go to Center Street in Stockton? You know the old sanatorium. Yeah, I'd no. go there. I'd go there. I'd go there. But I, I haven't been. 
California Street. That's yeah, the one. yeah. I know where you're talking about. When you said Old Sanatorium Street or Old Sanatorium, I'd go there. I would so. When you go said there. Old Sanatorium, that's what I, I was like. I don't think that was on Center. Yeah, yeah. it's on California. Yeah, on California yeah. Street. I'd go there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd do that one. Now, but the fact is, is there's not a lot of people in that place though. No. Now the thing about cemeteries for me, I find, I'm you know I'm always interacting with spirits are always I never I never get bombarded at a cemetery. Cynthia. Hey Cynthia. They're they they stay right where they're at usually. Yeah. yeah. If I'm reasonably close to them, they'll they'll try to get my attention. They'll want to give me something, talk to me a little bit, send me images, whatever. But usually I'm just like, oh, there's a lady over there standing next to that grave. Yeah. And then I'll walk over there and I'm like, oh, hi, Patricia. Nice to see you. And I'll talk to her for a little bit. Um, and I, I told you about the the one guy that was yeah. yelling at me, yep. trying to get my attention. <clears throat> and it was like, and it, what, he wasn't yelling at me because I can't hear him yell, but I could see him like he's yelling. And I'm getting images of like being at a stadium At a, at a football game or something, yeah. cheering. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, something's trying to get my attention. And I literally told my nephew, I'm like, I'm sorry, I got to go talk to Ray over there. He wants to ask me something. So I go walking over there and and then, and then had to explain to my nephew what was going on. But, uh, I but I find cemeteries easier for me to control. And I, you know, I, I you know, I think that, places. you know, I think that is because mm. the most time people in cemeteries know they're fucking dead. Yeah. Whereas when you go in a hospital or a prison or a prison, they don't know. They don't know. Yep. They just know that nobody's talking to them or yeah, they're yeah, yeah exactly. I find cemeteries tranquil. Yeah. I find them calming unless they are no longer consecrated. I have been to a cemetery that was no longer on consecrated ground. And that was some heavy shit <laughs> that I had to deal with. And that goes back to my experience with the Ouija board. Yeah. This, um, we'll leave that one alone. This, but yeah, the, the cemetery in, Fowler is they haven't blessed that cemetery in almost a hundred years. And so I went there Mm -hmm. and it was quiet. I mean, it was super quiet. It was oddly quiet for a long time for a, a bit until I went over to the, uh, Masons, I found a man and wife Mason uh, tombstone. Stop and, the, and the whole place just exploded when I got there. Hmm. Like, everything went off. My ghost tube went crazy. All my senses went crazy. And then all of a sudden, it wouldn't shut up. 
And like every time something would come through on here, and it was bam, 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 bam. Like it just kept talking and talking and talking. And my cousin was there. It just, it just felt worse and worse and worse. And then I found what was interesting is, I don't know if you ever seen the Masonic symbols for uh, a member. Yes. Have you seen the females? Yes. My grandmother was Eastern Star. The fucking pentagram? Yeah, it's a star, yeah. <laughs> it's not a star, it's a pentagram. Point well, it points well, down. It's not a pentacle. Yeah, it's no, a pentagram. it points down. No, it, it's a star, but it points down. <clears throat> it yeah. fucked me up. I was like, oh, we gotta get out of here. <laughs> yeah. But but no, my my grandmother well, I told you my family is Masonic. Oh yeah, that's it, right. That's like that's my bloodline, but I refuse to do it. Um See, you know, I talked about that a couple shows back, and I, again, I want to apologize because I kept saying it was in Germany and Auschwitz is in Poland, Poland, Austria, Austria, Austria. Uh, and Rachel corrected me uh, via text uh, <laughs> afterwards. Uh, I, think I, I think I drank too much, or else I corrected you. <laughs> uh, is in Austria, uh, and I thought about that, like. Has anybody ever done an investigation in Auschwitz? I mean, that would, and, I don't know. That and would it, hurt. it would, it, part of me goes, yeah, let's do an investigation in Auschwitz. And, and another part of me goes, I, I don't know if I could do an investigation in Auschwitz. Just for the simple fact of, and I don't want to say it this way, like I don't respect all these other places, but like a respect, in a respect wise, of they went through yeah. so much. Do they really need this? Stupid fucking hassle coming in trying they to really prove that they're there. <laughs> and try to, you know, communicate with me. God damn it. Yeah, I, I agree. I, but I, I want to, don't get me wrong. I want to go to Auschwitz just for the simple fact that of the history. Maybe I, I don't think I would record anything. Yeah. If I if I went to Auschwitz, I would do it as a personal thing to commune and pay respects. Yeah. But I it know. wouldn't it wouldn't be to do an investigation. Yeah. See, like I said, I don't even think I'm, I'd pull I'm, out my phone in Auschwitz. I don't think no. I would take a picture. I wouldn't. I, wouldn't I don't. Even, no. Maybe at the front gates. Maybe I'd take a a, a selfie at the front gates like and a, say, "Hey, I take, I'm like in a Auschwitz." Selfie at the gates. Hey, I'm in Auschwitz, but I wouldn't. <clears throat> Yeah. yeah, I can totally wholeheartedly understand that one, Kevin. Kevin says it sucked. And, he went in for fun yeah. and left drained and serious. I, I bet. I mean. And I, and I agree. It is it is, I, when it is you, very disrespectful. When you go into a place that's had so much sorrow and bad happen to it, that's like, and I don't want to compare Auschwitz to Penhurst, but if I went into Penhurst, I would probably leave feeling the same way just for the simple fact that all the bad that happened in that place. And that, that's what yeah. worries me about going into doing an investigation or going into places like I, it, I it's draining. It really is very draining when I go to places. Yeah. Especially if there's high activity there, it's, it's very draining. Yeah. Um, 
like I it it just it takes all my adrenaline, everything. It takes everything out of me when I go into a haunted place. Um, it's it's part of the reason why I get so freaking tired here a lot. It's it's just it's constant draining. But yeah, Auschwitz is a whole different level, man. I don't know if I could if I could take pictures and and things like that. Yeah, I yeah I didn't. Um, I wouldn't go there for the purpose of an investigation. No, but I would. I would. I, would I think I would go um, there for more. And see, this is why we're talking about mediums. I know we're off on a tangent, and we kind of have been for a while, but <laughs> this is. But I don't feel like we're really going off tangent because. I think I, I I when I'm talking to Dave and we're talking about all the stuff that goes on and 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 dealing with our stuff, did, I, I'm 100 percent believer Dave is a medium. If, if it, he's probably one of the few that I personally know, um, mediums won't visit there, and and see, and that's I can wholeheartedly no, understand that I. Mediums, empaths, I don't think anybody yeah, it, like that should be there. It would uh, I wanna, be devastating. Well, see, that, that's one of the things I want to go do is is when I go take that trip to the Netherlands and go visit family out there is go to Auschwitz. I mean, it's just a bullet train ride for me. It's like three hours. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I'm so skeptical about going there just because of the simple fact that that bombardment of all those people in that place. Yeah. How does it work? Yeah, you know. How does it work? Well, you tell, you're dead. You're talking to me. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think, and like like Kevin just said, it, it almost destroyed him going there. I think... Um, I mean, just walk into that place and just start crying. Just start crying for no apparent reason. I, I just that's that's what I yeah. see happening. I, I mean, literally taking two steps in the freaking gate and start bawling like a child. That's what I see happening to me if I went to Auschwitz. Uh, that's that's yeah. literally what I feel. I mean, I've never been there, and that's how I feel would would happen to me if I walked into those through those gates i would literally walk through and just fall out i just just bombarded just from all this emotion ugly cry (laughs) and snot pouring out of my nose like a good hard cry yeah a good ugly cry just why you cry Yeah, no. One and drunk came out sober. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, that place would probably sober you up pretty quick. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't go in that place drunk. But I mean, when you went there, you were a GI, so I can totally understand that. I was saying, most of the time he was drunk. <laughs> so was sober, drunk. sober was probably not a big. He, he used to talk about these beers that he used to get. <laughs> <laughs> we drink like seven, eight of those. 
you out your damn mind. <laughs> that's a pitcher. That's a pitcher, Kevin. <laughs> it's a pitcher of beer. Well, yeah, when you order a beer, that's what you get. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. But it's like I'm a, I'm 100% believer that you go on that spectrum of mediums based off of what we've talked about and classifications of mediums. I, I, you really got to look at that. That or I'm going to find that article. I'm going to send you that link just so you can look at the 73 and- different classifications of, of mediums. But I think I think I think we're gonna move. I think we're gonna come off of mediums. We're gonna move off of mediums because <laughs> we're going off some pretty can, big tangents can, here. Can can we do it? We we could probably stand to do another break. It's already two hours in. Unless let's, you want to. No, let's start. Ahead, no, let's let's go ahead and take a quick break. Because clear my head because I'm still thinking about Auschwitz now and how horrible that place was. Uh, Let's take a quick break. Clear, clear the head real quick. Let's come back. Let's talk about some demonologists and exorcists. Okay. All right. So stay with us, guys. We'll be back. Give us about five minutes real quick. Enjoy the creepy music. We'll be right back. Passion.
of offended Man, we are on time tonight with each other coming back. <laughs> I keep coming back and I watch the screen. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I, or, I, or I have my headset on off camera and I wait for you to show up. But this time we were right on the money. Uh, Rachel, Rachel, keep talking. I'm cleaning my fridge and you're keeping me company. <laughs> so... Not county count. I done a psychic exorcism. Does that count? Dalo and I did a ghost exorcism once. The man with the hat and forties type jacket. I remember that. Yeah, one. I remember that. Now i I don't consider that as an exorcism, but we did pass a spirit on. Okay. All right. Um, so we're gonna talk about demonologists and exorcists. Mm-hmm. Whereas an exorcist is considered a person who expels or attempts to expel evil spirits from a person or a place. So helping people pass on would be cons- from a from a place would be considered a form of exorcism. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I don't consider it that, but yeah. So demonologists so a demonologist is someone who who studies and catalogs demons that they study every kind of demon um, recorded through history. Um, they have to go through 
endless texts, sometimes traveling great distances to find literature on human intervention with demons. Um, a lot of those texts come in mostly from religious material. But their main objective as a demonologist is actually cataloging. It's I consider one of the most important things to do is actually cataloging all these demons out there. You know, when you encounter a demon, um, you need to know as much as possible about about that demon, for whether it be for a next encounter or the encounter you're getting ready to, to go into yeah. or come and, across. Uh, and let me tell you, it <clears throat> is not just the name. No, no, it's you it's know, they, it's origin. They do that in the movies where it's like, oh, if you tell me your name, no. I can beat you. No, no. it's it's origin, <laughs> gender, ec- ethnic background, what religion yeah, it exists know. in, uh, geographical locations, <clears throat> sketches. I mean, it's it's literally considered the most important job a demonologist has is actually categor- catalog- cataloging demons themselves. Now, yeah. I found interesting is a demonologist actually knows how to bring a demon out and knows how to speak yes. to the demon. Yes. And another thing I found interesting, to actually become an actual demonologist, to be approved as a demonologist, you must be some kind of clergy. Now, it doesn't necessarily say Christian faith or anything like that, but you have to be some type of clergy to be a demonologist to be approved to be a demonologist. You can go through all that training all you want, but to be an approved demonologist, you have to have some form of religious background. Yeah. You don't have to, well, you don't have to be a priest. No, you have to have have some religious background. You have to be a um, part of clergy. There's, yeah. And uh, going back to the name and all that, um, there was a movie I recently watched called The Cleansing Hour, which... was horribly made, but it had some interesting points. Um, and it basically, it was about a person, a priest who did exorcisms on a podcast, actually performed live oh. exorcisms as a podcast. He had followers. He did <laughs> all these things. If. And, and it turned out that they were, that they were fake that he was, you know, he was hoaxing it so that he could do it for the show. But then he actually ran into one, and that's what the, the movie is about. Ooh. He actually ran into a real demon that was really testing him. That's kind of like The Last Exorcist, almost. Exactly. But exactly it, like The Last Exorcism. Yeah, last Exorcism, um, not Exorcist, yeah. But but in there, um, they talk about you know knowing the demon's name. And that movie follows not only the name... But it has a specific right that you have to speak because of the name of the demon. Because of the name the of the exact, demon. The exact. And that, and that's, what, that's what demonologists do. Is, that's, that's why what a they, catalog, does, yeah, they catalog all that for you. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're this demon, so then I have to say this. Yeah. Without in that, this order, in this way, yeah. in order to get you out. Without a demonologist, they wouldn't know that. that they wouldn't have that ability to know. So yeah, so without a demonologist, that dude wasn't expelling nothing. Yeah, uh, basically what no. it boils down to. Um, yeah, and it, was, <laughs> it was interesting because it was his producer that actually developed the database. 
Oh wow! Of all the demons and the and the spell and the rites and stuff like that. So he was the demonologist, and then the priest was the actual. What was it? Cleansing was hour. The actual priest. Yeah, cleansing hour was the name. And it I saw your lowdown made, on that. Really, really low budget, so I didn't give it a good score, but I liked it. There were parts that I really enjoyed. I saw you. Yeah, I was because um, I, I remember seeing your lowdown on that. That was a couple days ago that you put that yeah. out there. I was like, huh, but it yeah, wasn't a I'm, good score. I'm doing, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm doing a horror movie a day. Yeah. Um, for the month of October. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, but I, I, no, I, I enjoyed the movie, but yeah, it just didn't, it didn't have the budget. The acting wasn't so good. They didn't quite do the story right. There was a little bit of holes in the story. So for those things, it didn't get a good score. But that doesn't mean I didn't like the movie. So, okay. So we, uh, I, I kind of kind of categorize, or we actually kind of categorize demonologists and exorcists in the same talking points tonight. Do you think an exorcist has the ability to do his job without the without the fact that if there was no demonologist? Yes, to a point. Because an exorcist of. has kind of like a generic how does it work? Christ tells you thing. Yeah. So they they have a specific thing that they follow as kind of a generic beat all demons thing. Yes and no, because the, the, I yeah. was doing a lot of research on. Uh, actually, went to uh, uh, the Roman Catholic website and started looking into exorcists, they actually have specific rites that they have to read based off the demons or, or negative yeah. entity that is uh, uh, taking up one's soul right. that, that they're trying to right. expel. So if right. they Which don't know, yeah, if they don't know what is possessing this person they don't necessarily know which rights that they have to read so without a demonologist couldn't exorcist really do their job because if they're just reading the generic if they're just reading the generic one and it, let's just say let's say that there are multiple levels of demons which which i believe there are yeah. some demons that are stronger than that oh yeah yeah there are is um, a hierarchy with a with a minor demon that, you know, let's say it, you know, causes a lot of bloody noses, but doesn't do a whole lot else. A generic rites spell from an exorcist could, could dispel the demon. Could dispel the demon. Or at least yeah. get the demon That's, its name so, to where they so can was, actually read the right rites. That was my point. Without a demonologist, an exorcist could do his job, but not take on anything too powerful. So and that brings me to another movie I watched. Um, I've been I've been into the possession movies for this first part of the month, but um, there's another movie that I watched that was called The Seventh Day. Those of you that don't know that why Dave talks about movies, he actually does review movies, owns a bunch of freaking movies, and is going to be starting his own podcast here shortly. Hopefully, I can get involved with that too. Uh, <laughs> called yeah. called. Oh, uh, dude, I, don't want, I want you involved. I'd love to have a co-host. It's, it's the lowdown um, uh, right now. It's on Facebook. It's called the lowdown. Check out the page. It's freaking phenomenal. Yeah, uh, he's very very uh, 
I, I love his ratings. Just let's just say that because he breaks it down off cinematic acting, uh, believable plot lines, and then he also gives his opinion about the story about the movie itself. It, it's it's really good, really good, way better than IMB uh, uh, and and Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I, I I would go. I I would take his review over all those guys any day. So go ahead, continue, Dave. What's this next one you're talking about? <laughs> um, anyway, it's it's called the Seventh Day, and it stars Guy Pearce, and he plays a seasoned exorcist. Sure. So he's been doing it for a really long time, and he gets a new disciple that he's got to train. Okay. Okay. So. And this one, this one I really liked. The budget was higher, really good story, nice twist at the end. Liked it. And I reviewed that too. Um, I think I gave it a 6.6 or 6.8. But um, but he talks about um, exorcists as having to be able to open up to demons in order to in order to detect a demon to know a demon is there you have to be able to open yourself up or be receptive to it you have to kind of feel it um and he took his new disciple down to this homeless area where there's a bunch of people living in tents and he goes i want you to walk around and find the demon in here and he's walking around he talks to this one lady who's um, delivering food to the homeless there. And she said, I know everybody here. Just let me know who you're finding. He goes, I'll know who I'm looking for. And he walked all the way around this place and came to this one dude and started reciting the, you know, I cast you out, blah, 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 yakety smackety. And the, the old, the old priest walks up and he goes, what are you doing? He's not possessed. He's just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and it, Turned out it was the woman delivering the food. That was that possessed. was that had the demon. <clears throat> That's uh, so. So he but he walked up and he goes. What he goes here? I want you to say this word. And it was the n- demon's name. Oh damn! So the the young priest said the word, and the food lady went nuts, and just tents go flying out from under the bridge, and all kinds of crap happened. So. It, some really good exorcism scenes. What? And that's the seventh day. The seventh day is the name of that one. Okay, so <clears throat> I watched The Right the other night. Love that movie. Big Anthony Hopkins Heller. fan. Oh yeah. <laughs> Me too. Me uh, too. Love that. Uh, super good movie. I don't know if if if, yeah. if you haven't seen The Right with Anthony Hopkins. Watch that movie. That that's a good movie. The, yeah, I don't want to spoil nothing on that one. But uh, there's a movie that just came out on Netflix called The Old Ways. Have you watched that yet? I have not seen that yet. What? Go, dude. Go watch that one. You will enjoy that one. You will enjoy yeah. that one a lot. <laughs> yeah, I just I just started watching something today called Midnight Mass. Dude, that is so good. <laughs> It's a again another Netflix original. So yeah. good, so good. I am, I am, I am digging. I am digging that it show. So I'm only good. two episodes in, but oh, I'm digging it. So good, so so um, so good. I like so that one. Anyway, I mean, getting getting back to your point, I mean, I think 
that in order, yeah, in order for an exorcist to do their job effectively, they need a demonologist research so that they know what rights to say. And it's not just about the rights. It's not just about what you say. It's about what you do. Yeah. You know, when you, when you splash the holy water and how many candles you light and where you put them in the room. Yeah. It's, it's it's a ritual. It's all part of the demonology. It's, it's a ritual. Like, okay, if you're going to get this demon, you need to do this. Yeah. 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 Um, So there's, but I believe because demonologists, uh, an official demonologist is supposed to be a member of the clergy or have been a member of the clergy. Yeah. that a demonologist can be an exorcist. I think it would be a really easy transition to become an exorcist as a demonologist, but mm-hmm. I see demonologists more as the library nerd. Yes. They want to know all the information. They don't want to go out and do nothing, yeah. but they want to know yeah. everything. <laughs> what, do they, what do they call it? In um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the... Oh, uh, the watchers or whatever. The, yeah. Uh, the librarians, the librarians, yeah. Documented all the, all the demons, all the vampires and werewolves and junk like that. All cataloged by these. Yeah. Like, uh, was it the last witch hunter? Yeah. That the priest that catalogs everything. Yeah. Yeah. You watch too much Buffy. <laughs> I watched all the Buffy and Angel (laughs) and Angel. I've got both series, (laughs) but I, I, yeah, I, I, I think the first, there's a demonologist by the name of Ray Sharkey. And I'm, I'm bringing this name up because he He was was in my PD police detective he was actually on the list for approved demonologists when i was doing my research they love sitting out alphabetical so yeah he was far down on the list but yeah i I remember seeing his name on there okay okay well anyway he was nypd detective and he ran into a possessed person a demon while investigating the series of murders that was happening in new york yeah, back and in the eighties, right? Part, yeah, back in the eighties, he was a part <laughs> of the exorcism that took place, and this is based on the movie "Deliver Us from Evil" mm. with Eric Bana. That's what that movie is based on. Yeah, which love that movie. Good really movie. good stuff. Anyway, um, but he went on to, you know. He went through catechism, yeah. Became a priest, and then became a demonologist. And then he had a show. Did he have a for show? A he had a show. Oh, ah. Uh, it only lasted like. It only lasted like two seasons. Maybe two seasons. Maybe. I think it like one and a half. Like it hit a little short season, and then they had a full season. Yeah. And then it was done. Oh, what was the name of that? Um, I'm going to have to look it up now. I can't remember the name of it. But I, I watched it, and I loved it. I remember I remember that show, too. 
I didn't realize that was him, though. Noah. Hello, Noah. Uh, we were talking about you earlier and your arc. Oh, I can't remember this. More? I have to check that out. Uh, I think demonologists are widely. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, underrated. Yes. In what they do, I think those guys oh, yeah. have. For sure, I think they're. I think they're the meat in the sandwich. I wish more. I wish more would come out and share what they know. Yeah. yeah. I've got to see if I can find that TV show. But he, I watch shows where he performed exorcisms on houses and on people. That so means he, he had to he go did. through the exorcism training too. Yeah. He did. He did all of that, but he, you know, he he was able to go in there, do a baseline sweep, talk to the people, scan the place, and then he knew which demon was in there. And and he had rights. He knew he, he knew exactly what to say as he walked through the house. He <laughs> just said demon. flashlight. And now uh, we're back to the flashlight again. <laughs> I wonder if it's talking about the ring light. That's interesting, because there was a there was a time there where I had my ring light on and I kept saying flashlight, 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 flashlight. Yeah, and you don't have your ring light on tonight, and it hasn't said it no. at all for you. No, that's interesting. Uh, caution, caution. Now it's saying caution, and mine said change. <laughs> change the subject. No, we're talking about demonologists next. Just uh, so. <clears throat> with with demon be demonologists and exorcists, the the main thing that I saw from both of those when they're talking about demons and everything, because they they go, you, you don't when you look up demonologists and exorcists, they don't just talk about what they are. They also talk How about does it stuff. work? Um, they they talk a lot about not talking about it. <laughs> Talking about it opens you up to it, and I yeah. I found that very interesting because I'm a f- firm believer you only give it the power that you want to give it. You know, if you're not talking about it, you don't give it power. Silly, right? And my phone just said silly. Evidently, they're wrong. <laughs> but I'm also, if something wanted to possess you, really wanted to possess you, if a demon really wanted to possess you. I don't think it matters if you talk about it. Yes. It might just said close. <laughs> My why is mine going off now that we started 30. talking about this? <laughs> uh, there's 
I don't know, demonologists, how many, to be a, a, a true dude, how many demons just came back? Who's the meat? I think I might be the meat. <laughs> uh, how many demons do you think are in a demonologist book? Or books? Oh, books. Thousands. Over over all the years and all the research that has been done, I think it's got to be in the thousands. Because I don't think there's just like 12 demons running around. No, 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 no. I think, you know, and they're not all, it's not like How to Train Your Dragon where it says, you know, this demon, kill on sight. (laughs) (laughs) Extremely dangerous, kill on sight. Well, wouldn't all no, demons could be considered extremely dangerous? Wouldn't all of them be considered no, extremely dangerous? I don't think so. Nope, I don't think so. You know, just, you know, you know, looking at trickster demons, for example, they're just like practical jokers. They don't really do a whole lot except to mess with you. Interesting. Um, that's just one example I can think of off the top of my head. But I, like I said, I think there's many levels to demons. Some demons can just influence. Some have, some have the ability to corrupt. Whereas others can make you kill yourself or kill others. Yeah, I think they all have their yeah. own purposes. Collection of volumes. Collection of and volumes. I agree with not that. Counting the scrolls that the church won't release. Yeah, no, I hundred percent agree with you there. But yeah, demons don't. As far as the meat, we consider demonologists the meat oh. in the exorcism speech. But it's. Uh, but you say the church there, Kevin. But there's demons in all, all societies of. Religious or non-religious backgrounds. Yeah, I mean, a, a demonologist has to understand demons, and that's the thing. As as we're talking about demonologists and exorcists, can an exorcist perform an exorcism on a demon that's not part of their religion? I don't think so. Would he have the ability? Think, so a Roman Catholic, I, so an exorcist think, is a Roman Catholic. That's that's where they come from. That's If they're an exorcist from a Baptist church, they're not exorcist. Exorcisms are from Roman Catholics. In fact, Baptists actually get permission from the Roman Catholic church to perform exorcism. It literally states it there. Um, so if you're dealing with an exorcist, you're dealing with a Roman Catholic. But if an exorcist had the knowledge from a demonologist from a different religion and knew how to say the rites and rituals to get rid of that demon, even though he wasn't part of that demon's religion as a Roman Catholic, wouldn't he still have that ability to exercise that demon, even though he wasn't part of that religion, since the demonologist gave him the, the, the know-how oh, and way. tools to do it?
there are unspeakable and yeah i think with, with those Chinese with those stipulations in mind yeah i think he could i think he could do it i think you know with the right yeah. tools he would just it would just be harder for him because he wasn't part of that really it would just be harder for him to do it yeah We're like, let, let's say I'm an auto mechanic and I know how to work on cars. Yeah. It would be extremely hard for me to fix a helicopter, but I could probably do it. Yeah. 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 It's an engine's an engine. An engine's an engine. <laughs> it's yeah. still a combustion I can, engine. I can, program, I can program in Visual Basic, but if you give me HTML code, I can figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Put yeah. it more into the context of what I can actually do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you can run DOS, you can do anything. So, <laughs> or Unix. I can I can run Unix. I can do anything. I yeah. can run commands. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I think you know with the right tools and the right knowledge, I think it's more difficult to do. Like, um, and um, Kevin said that there are unspeakable entities in all societies, but only Christianity re- uses the term demon. Yeah, and I think as society itself refers to everything, uns, un, all the unspeakable entities as demon. I mm-hmm. I try not to use the term demon. Um, neg- I try to use more of the term negative entity, but yeah, I I always I try to use non-human entity. But a demonologist, their specific thing is to study demons. Yeah. Um. No matter the religion. No matter the religion. But you have to be, you know, oh, which throws me because you have to be clergy to be a demonologist or approved demonologist. Approved but demonologist. you studying but, negative entities but again, throughout if, all if religions. Only, if only Christianity or Roman Catholic, if only Catholicism refers to them as demons, you know, Native Americans refer to them as elementals. Yes. Um. I. And I, there's a Jewish term, um, and I can only think of of Dybbuk, but um, there's a there's a Jewish term for demon, and you know there's a few few movies that I've seen with Jewish exorcisms, which have been really interesting. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Um, like the the possession is one with um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Same. Really? Um, yeah, where they they bought they got the Satanic. Dibbit box. Yeah, yeah, that was a Jewish exorcism. That was that a rabbi that performed that ritual. Satanic. The hell is going on over here? <laughs> uh, every culture believes in protective entities as well, but we are not taught to embrace and or use them in our defense. That's true, and it, that kind of brings up an interesting point that you put out there. That a lot of like. Especially, in, in, I've I've noticed this more in the Christian faith in Christianity, that a lot of them believe in angels, but not demons. It's like believing in God, not believing in the devil. Right. You can't believe in one and not believe in the other. Belief and worship are totally two different things. I think that a lot of Christians get that confused. Just because you believe in it doesn't mean you have you worship it or have faith in it. 
but if you believe in God, you have to believe in the devil. For one, in Christianity, in, in Christianity, the devil is the son of God to begin with. <laughs> or, like or not the son of God, an, a fallen angel, a fallen angel, not the son of God, but the, a fallen angel. But yeah, yeah. If you believe in heaven, you have to believe in hell. So if you believe in angels, you have to believe in demons, uh, and that's it's the yin and the yang. You have to, if you believe in one, you have to believe in the other. Just like if you yeah. and I'm from believer. Now that if you believe in one God, you have to believe in all the gods. I, I I'm just a firm believer in that. Now. Worshipping and having faith is a totally different story. But belief, if you believe in one, you have to believe in all. You can't say one exists without the others existing. Or else you wouldn't have in the commandments that I should not cover another God before me. <laughs> if you want to go into Catholicism and Christianity. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't say other gods don't exist. He just says, nah, you're not allowed to worship other ones. You're only allowed to worship me. <laughs> yeah. My God is a conceited God. <laughs> but it it's it's interesting on how it feels like an exorcist to me would not exist without a demonologist to me it just feels that way it feels like you wouldn't have the ability to perform those rites without a person that studies the thing that you are trying to get rid of Is that, I mean, am, am I am I am I too no, I, far off on that I, one? I agree to a point. I think I think an exorcist can still fight him with the generic stuff, but maybe lose, probably lose. <clears throat> yeah, that, that's what I'm saying there. It's because the Bible says think, not to worship other gods, which implies others that is different from false gods. That, that, that's what I mean. He's there's a lot of people in Christian faith that believe that no God's the only God, but he literally tells you that he is not the only God. He, he's like, no, I'm, I'm not the only one. You're just not allowed to worship any others besides me. <laughs> Sentence. <clears throat> Sentence. Or you will be sentenced. Yes. Sentenced to hell. Uh, that, that is what he says. Uh, but no, I, I just, I don't know. I, I think, yeah, I, but, what do you think came first? A person that studied the demon or the person that tried fighting him? Or it. I don't want to say him. It. It. Them. <laughs> them. They. Um, wow, that's an interesting thing. I, 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 think, I, think, I, think, I think maybe the exorcist came first. You had someone that fought. And and like, like, oh shit! Fought. We gotta learn way more about oh, this. Shit. <laughs> we need to learn more about you know about what's going on, and that's I think that's how the demonology thing started. Exorcists were like, dude, we need more. We need more tools. We need to know more about these demons. So the people were like, okay, we'll start studying these demons and figuring out what to say and how to say it. Yeah, no, I can see it that way. I I can really see it that way. It's 
you, you had a guinea pig and went, uh, yeah, that's not going to work. We're going to have to find out way more about this stuff. <laughs> Dude, man, actually, that's a, that's a, that's an interesting. Demon, they really, they really kind of coexist with each other. If if you think about it, though, a demonologist and an exorcist. I want to know, because when you think a demonologist, you really, so when you think, let me just pose this as a question to you: When you think as a demon, when you think of a demonologist, do you think Christianity? Yes, spirits and demons are very different. Uh, Spirits can be human, non-human, whereas demons are, in fact, non-human. But, uh... do, do, Do you... I forgot what I asked you. I saw that question and made my mind go on down a fucking rabbit hole. <laughs> what did I ask you, damn it? <laughs> I'm trying to think about it. <laughs> it was a good question, too. Uh, Recorder. Fucking Kevin, he fucked me up. Uh <laughs> Oh yeah. When you think of demonologists, do you think when you think of a demonologist, do you think more of do you think them as or do you think more Christianity? Um. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I do. Yeah, you don't think about it when you think about demonologists. The, the other religions really, truly don't really pop into mind when you think about demonologists. No. Even and like Kevin said, <clears throat> other religions don't call them demons. Yeah. Wait. Have you watched the new season of Evil yet? No. Damn it. I don't have Paramount Plus. I don't have Paramount Plus, so I have not seen it. Well, the new season, there's actually an episode where a person is possessed by a demon or negative entity uh, not of the Christian faith. And so... The exorcist was going to, wanted to do the right still, and they're like, "No, that's the wrong religion," because the family was part this religion, part Christianity, and so they actually called Decided. in a different person to actually help with the exorcism because the negative entity that they were dealing with was actually part of a different, a whole different religious culture. It was a really good episode. It was a jinn actually that they were trying to exorcise out of this kid. It was good. It was okay. sing. Uh, some exorcists may be dealing with spirits instead of demons. Oh, that's see, that's interesting. That's, that's interesting. A, a spirit possessing yeah. the body. A, a spirit can possess the body just like a demon can. Yeah. And there's no way to know for sure. And I, I'm going to say without probably a demonologist to say, or an exorcist being able to know that that's a demon and not a spirit. And that's a very like, good point. That's what, like exactly the, where like a demon is coming to play. Yeah, like the first Conjuring movie, um, it was not a demon. It was the spirit of a witch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So, so yeah. 
Yeah, that that that's that's a good point. That some extras may be dealing with spirits instead of demons. So, <clears throat> speaking with demonologists and exorcists, like to kind of threw me into one category here. Uh, what do you think? is the most prominent tool the exorcist use uses um i think it's the rights the rights yeah i mean you've got you've got the cloth you've got the holy water you've got the oil you've got the candles you've got the incense all that stuff is kind of scene dressing, right? Oh, yeah, their faith. I think right. <laughs> that's where I was going to go, there. right there, right there. That, that's what she I was going to say, but, but <laughs> good job, but Rachel. <laughs> I think it, yeah, I think, well, I, in the rites that they say, it's it's all about their faith and their belief. Yeah, because if you don't believe in the words, word that you're saying. If you don't believe in what you're oh, saying, you're not poison. getting anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's like talking to your kids. If you don't believe when you're telling them something, if you don't believe what you're telling them. They ain't gonna believe you either. They're not, they're not gonna believe you. They're not gonna trust your ass. But yeah, no, it, it truly does come down to their actual faith. Uh, and it, that's that was Rachel stole my answer. Uh, yeah, no, beautiful. But that the words have no meaning. Unless you have faith in those words, yeah, because that's that's where the power comes from. You can talk yeah. scripture all day, but unless you have faith in it, they mean nothing. You can you could say those words all day; they mean nothing unless you actually have faith in what you're saying and believe in the power that's uh, standing beside you, within you, or what have you. Yeah. yeah so but I don't I mean when we when you ask the question I don't consider faith as the tool faith is the power okay I, I, can, see, I, I can I can understand I can see I can see it that way too I can see it that way too right you know faith the, the 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 book is the hammer yeah the faith is the arm yeah <clears throat> I'd take David's clone over incense. <laughs> yeah, no idea what clone I have on. So okay, Dracar Noir, Dominus Dominus, <laughs> CK Black. <laughs> uh it all depends on which demon I have to fight. Sometimes it's high karate. Sometimes, Sometimes it's, it's polo. polo. <laughs> oh, that was perfect. <laughs> oh, that was funny. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> That's my holy water table. <laughs> it burns. It burns. That's the, the Ottawa light getting in you. 
<laughs> the power of Calvin Klein compels you. <laughs> Why am I getting in my underwear? <laughs> 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 oh my god oh. <laughs> okay oh. alright <laughs> so oh my lord So really, I mean, I know we categorize. We well, we don't categorize, but we 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 put these as as part of the same subject matter for on tonight's show, the demonologist and the exorcist. But really, they can. I well, let me. I, I don't want to say that. I think the demonologist can stand by themselves, whereas the exorcist cannot stand without the demonologist. In truth, that that the exorcist cannot truly do the job that they need to do without having the knowledge that the demonologist here. learns and provides to them. Mm-hmm. Because an exorcist is not a demonologist, but a demonologist yeah. can become an exorcist. Yeah. Well, and let me ask you this, since Rachel brought it up. We agree that faith is the exorcist's greatest power. So if they don't have the knowledge of the rights and stuff like that, can their faith still fight the demon without the demon almost? I think to a point, but if you don't know the rights, the right, correct rituals and rights to perform... You can't perform a true exorcism. Can you subdue based on faith alone? Possible. But if you're not speaking the right words and performing the right rituals for those words, for the demon that you're facing, I don't think you can truly exorcise it. I guess it's kind of like removing a tumor, right? Where if you don't get all of it, it'll come back? Yeah, exactly. Do you think a person can be their own exorcist? I would say no. Some know that they are fighting a battle. So knowing that you're fighting a battle or a demon inside you, I don't believe that you have the power to exercise it yourself. Demon. Because I, I, I have a feeling... <laughs> you got it, demon it, again. Yeah. That I think the demon would actually t- uh, give up to create too much of a fight for you to actually truly exercise it out of you. Again, I think you might actually have the power to subdue and and and. I think you subdue. And, I think you could subdue. I think you could, you know, in um, block it off, block it off. But I don't think you could truly exercise yourself. Yeah, if you've already let the demon in that far, I don't think you could drive it out. Yeah, of yourself. Yeah, like I said, I think you could stop it. I think you could put it in a little corner. Yeah. And, and put a wall in front of it and hope to God that wall holds. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think you could subdue it or you could regain power to where you're both still there, but you're in control, not the demon. Yeah. 
<clears throat> we'll see. You feel like you had that battle. Okay, so that could have been a battle of possession where you won, where you won the battle, where you didn't allow the demon itself to actually possess you. But when an exorcism is happening, you have actually already been possessed. That demon has actually already taken power. That demon now resides in you. That that negative, I don't want to say demon, that negative entity now resides in you. So I, I, so what year is it? Uh, twenty one. Uh, so if if you had that battle when you were younger, that was the battle for possession. Uh, that that's what I think. That 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 that's where I'd go with that. So with. I think this kind of transitions a little bit into our, our, our next thing here. It, shaman and witch doctors and, and, and Wiccans and what, and what have you. Uh, of course, I also believe that we all have angels and demons we are navigating. Eh. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Um, do you think that shamans and witch doctors have the ability to perform exorcisms as well? Yeah. I think so, because again, it's a matter of faith. Um, you know, with witch doctors, let's let's say we're talking about voodoo because there are several types of witch doctors. Yeah, yeah. There's um, elderly. There's the elderly. The elderly. Which, <laughs> the elderly. So, so yeah, there's there's voodoo. There's um, Santeria. Uh, there's one that's two words. I can't remember it. I know. I'm thinking Papa Shango, but Don't that's forget a professional the Kundara and the Bruja. Quindara, Quindara. You gotta roll that R. Quindara. Quindara. That's the purpose of the shaman. Well, <clears throat> the shaman is a person that has. Is here? Here is the scientific. Definition of a shaman, a person having access to and influence in the world of good and evil spirits to practice divination and healing. And the big difference between a shaman and a witch doctor, whereas the shaman solely relies on the spirit world for its power and ability, whereas the witch doctor also invokes the er, uh, herbs and spices and spices. <laughs> Herbs and herbs other and spices. <laughs> herbs and spices. KFC. KFC. Witch doctor here. Uh, uh, herbs and 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 things like that, uh, and, and even scientific methods uh, inside the the uh, uh, influence of the spirit world. That is literally the big difference between a shaman. And that's the that's the scientific clinical 
definition and difference between a shaman and a witch doctor. Whereas a shaman slowly relies on the spirit world for its power, whereas a witch doctor doesn't just rely on the spirit world, it also relies on other means such as herbs and spices. <laughs> you know sauces and potions. Yeah, other outside means Gravies. other outside means other than the spirit world. That that's that's the scientific definition between the two and and differences. Yeah. Which actually when I read that actually made a lot of sense. <laughs> Is your name John? And that's David. And that's Kevin. And that's Rachel. <laughs> David was here a little while ago. <laughs> so, I mean... So do you... Okay. Well, and, and, and Rachel brought up Quandara and, and, and Bruja. Quandara. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing that every time I say it. Uh, and the Bruja. Uh do you okay? So we're so we're talking shamans, witch doctors, Wiccans. Hey, Damien, yeah, he's still here. Quindara uh, and Bruja. Do you all do you put that all in the same category, or they're in a category each okay. of their own? Bruja. Bruja. I need to go. You need to go? Okay. Well, if you're going to go, go to okay. uh, Fort, 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 Fort. Can't say it. <laughs> What's that? I'll tell California we're sending everybody to. <laughs> Uh, uh, I wanted to say Figueroa. Fort, Figueroa. I wanted to say Fortuna, but that's a city up north. <laughs> Figueroa Hotel down in Los Angeles. I'm telling you, a year from now, we're going to check in on the Figueroa and find out. <laughs> uh, free free room and board oh. for all spirits. Uh, the uh, the Santa Trine. Muerte in Mexico. Santa uh, Muerte? Yeah. It says it's trying to go to the Figueroa. Okay. <laughs> Just don't take a left in Albuquerque. Stay right. Stay right. <laughs> That's some interesting. Had an interesting article on six different types of witch doctors. Oh. Um, but yeah, I think. Yeah, I think the. You know, the main difference, and I think you touched on it, the main difference between the witch doctor and the shaman, the shaman calls upon the spirit to heal, tell the future, things like that. Yeah. What should I do? You, just listen, I'm finishing. Um, the, what should I do? The witch doctor uses physical things, like, like herbs, uses spells. In order to do the same thing. Yeah. They don't rely solely on the other world to do their divinations right. and healings and things like right. that. They they use they use certain things in order to access the other world is what I was trying to say. They go, okay, I have these things. I have this these symbols, this board, this these herbs and spices, these Yeah. <laughs> the, this 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 potion that I drink 
blah, blah, blah. And I can do this. I can use this to tell the future. I can use this to heal someone. Whereas the, the shaman, you know, and let's just say native American because they're different types of shaman too. Yep. They, um, but they're all native. Yeah. They're all indigenous people. Indigenous to their own region. Um, they access the spirit realm. They, they go there and get all the stuff. That's where they, they speak to the spirits. They, um, they see the future. They forecast stuff. They do all this other thing. And it's all from them, from them going there. They go to the spirit realm, they travel and then they, and then they can bring the healing back. They bring the information back. That's kind of that's what I've always seen the difference. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, no, uh, uh, I've had a Native American shaman, and and I told you about this when I was six, and I went to that Indian reservation in Nevada. Yeah. And the Native American shaman, while I was there, made me a dream catcher. Yeah. And he handed it to me, and he goes, "You you're having nightmares." Never talk to the guy. You're having nightmares. Hang this over your bed. And come back to me in a year. Do you ever go and back I was like, <coughs> I never went back. I, never, I, think, I don't ever think I asked you this if you ever went back to him. I, I never went back. I ended oh. up moving to Washington shortly thereafter that. Oh, shit. By the time I was eight, I, was, I moved to Washington State. But... In that year's time, that Dreamcatcher had turned black. It was completely black. I don't worn out. I can't explain that. Just yeah, just totally burn it out. But did you have nightmares? Not after I moved to Washington. East. Interesting. Until, until I was twelve, and that's when I had my first. Well. Yeah, no, that was that was my first nightmare. Was when I was twelve. Oh well. Kevin says each um, handles it differently, but yes, they are in the same category. Methods may be different, but the role is the same. And he was talking correct. about when I was talking about putting all and, those guys in the same category with Wiccan and Bruja and <clears throat> witch doctors and shamans. And then he says, but the when we we're talking about the. Herbs and spices, <laughs> they believe these herbs things have Peace. have spiritual energy, and that is very true. They actually believe in the herbs and and potions that they're making actually have spiritual energy inside them, which is why they use them to help connect themselves with right. the spirit world. Uh, Guilty Aborigines are the ones. Maybe spelled wrong. <laughs> Aborigines. Uh, it's phonetically spelt. It's okay, Kevin. <laughs> uh, the ones that fascinate me yeah, are the Aborigines. Aborigines. But that's okay. <clears throat> Aborigines are the ones that fascinate you, him. You yeah, no. It well it depends on which Aborigines you're talking about. There's different Aborigines. Uh, this is my Teo had a nightmare maker. Because he said you learn more from your nightmares than your dreams. 
that's just mean to give to a kid. <laughs> devil. Your tear might have been the devil. <laughs> um, uh, that's that's interesting. That's a good and theory, I, though. I I kind of like. I do I do believe you learn from your nightmares. There's, um, you know, there's so many analysis. I think of nightmares. It, like I think it really depends on what's causing your nightmares to begin with, though. Yeah. If you're just having subconscious nightmares, yeah, I believe you can learn a lot more from those than you can from a regular dream because it's your subconscious coming out letting you know what you're worrying about and things like that, and it can kind of help you throughout your day and, 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 and learn from it and grow from it. But if you have something creating nightmares uh, from whether it be a, a, a dream walker or uh, something from the spirit realm creating those nightmares, you ain't going to learn shit but fear. Whereas where the dream catchers come in and, and sun catchers and things like that, that help keep those negative entities at bay to where they don't invade your dreams. Yeah. But if you hang up a dream, a, a nightmare maker, all you're doing is going to invite those negative entities into your dreams to begin with. So that can really open up a bad door for you. Across the spirit realm, of course. Not necessarily your subconscious. That that that's I think that's a that's a that's a that's a that's a tricky line to play with. How does it work? I don't know exactly because I'm not. I've one never of those. I've never seen a nightmare maker, so I don't know how that works. <clears throat> but it's it seems it's almost like um, like a bottleneck where it takes your dreams and or you know whatever the spirits are that are out here it funnels them to you. Uh. Learning control fight nightmares can make you stronger, but it could also lead to possession or worse. Yeah, that's what I mean. That it's it's a really fine line right there on what you want to invite inside your dream. So if say you do have a nightmare maker where it really does help you deal with your subconscious fears and worries and things like that to where you can learn from them and and, and become stronger from it. But at the same time, it could also leave a doorway open for other things to come in for possession or worse. So it's, and I, and that that's, that's, I don't think if I, if my Tio would have gave me that, I would, I don't think I would have hung it up. <laughs> Fuck you, uncle. <laughs> You try to get me killed. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what kind of nightmares I have. But I mean, with something that makes them on purpose. Well, and that's the thing right there is like, and that's what I, that's that's what I've learned throughout shamans and witch doctors and whatnot. That man, you have to trust. It's hard to trust sometimes what they're prescribing to you. Not. Because they might tell you to do something like that don't seem right at all. That that that's that seems like it'll make shit worse. <laughs> Isn't that a bad thing? <laughs> but they're like, no, 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 this will work. 
but then again, you know, if you don't grow up around that 100% of the time, and you grew up in a world where Christianity's pretty much ruled your life, and then you have someone outside of Christianity who's like, no, 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 you need to do this, which goes against everything that you think you should be doing. Where, that's a big struggle too. No thanks. No thanks. <laughs> so that's here. Here's the thing. So, say you grow up as a person in a Christian world, you find out, you know, throughout heritage that you have some other uh, backgrounds. And you start getting into those backgrounds. And then someone from that background tells you to do something. Do you do it? Do you trust in something you're not 100% sure about, but you're learning about? Because it's part of your, your heritage. Or do you stay firm in what you've been taught your whole life even though you're not necessarily a faith dweller you know what I mean and I think a lot of people honestly have this problem right now especially with how lost open people are getting to other faiths and religions openly nowadays Mm mm-hmm Research is research, though. So Rachel says, do your own research. But research is research. You can do research out your ass. But believing it is a whole different story. Having faith in it is a whole different story. I can find you fact after fact after fact about something. But whether or not I truly have faith in that thing, I I can tell you fact after fact about how a bridge is built. But uh, if the builder wasn't fucking good, does that mean I'm going to trust walking across it? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't know that, that. That. What do you? What do you think on that? I mean, well, speaking as someone who um, started in the Christian faith and then was Mormon and Jewish through my grandparents. Yep. Um, then when I was 12, I kind of abandoned all religion because they were all full of crap as far as I was concerned. Sounds about I still, right. I still, still have my faith, but I stopped believing in religion. So I'm not not an atheist, but um, Organi- organized religion or, was bullshit. Yeah, organized organized religion was bullshit. Your church is here. Yeah. Um. And I came I came to that at a very young age, but you know I have a smidge of Native American in me. So I liked their beliefs and cultures. Oh. But if you were to tell me, let's say, let's say, for example, I 
started practicing voodoo. Okay. And I was asked to cut the head off a chicken for a ritual. Yeah. I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. It it wouldn't it wouldn't be right to me. Yeah. Because of how I was raised before that. I may not believe in those religions, but I'm not gonna cut the head off a live chicken. I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna do it. It just you know, that and I don't know if that we had an episode about superstitions. Oh, and yeah. that's kind of what that reminded me of. Oh, okay. I get you. I get you. No, where I, mean, I was like, I, I'm not going to go walking under a ladder because I was told, friend, I, was like, I had this ingrained in me as a child that that was bad. So, uh, I know or I believe that in not taking a life, no matter what kind of life it is, unless you're going to eat it, unless you're going to eat it. <laughs> Or if or if it's a threat yeah. to the family. Yep. That's you know, and that's the only reason why I kill rattlesnakes that are near my house. Yep. But otherwise I I won't take another life. And even if it's oh, for this oh. ritual, all you gotta do is cut a chicken and bleed it into a bowl for to sack no. No. Yep. No. That's, yeah. Nah, I draw I'm a line, there. line there. I'm <laughs> no longer practicing voodoo. I'm good. You know, and maybe that's not like but but those those religions um voodoo, santeria, things like that, they have those those rituals. So something like that if it goes completely against how I was raised, I wouldn't do it. Okay, so all right, so we're we're talking about all right. So hold on a second. <laughs> I said all I right. Mean, so it, three it times. Was, <laughs> it was something like oh, um, you know the whole the whole thing about church or whatever. You abandon that and believe in this. Okay, yeah, but if you're asking me to do something that's against my moral standard, I won't. I won't do it. Okay, so we're, we're talking about the shaman and the witch doctor, Wiccan, uh, uh, Bruja. Do you all do you oh. consider these all part of faith, part of a religious culture? Is a shaman yeah. the same as a clergyman in the Christian faith? Is is a witch doctor the same as clergy in the Christian faith? Is 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 a Wiccan the same as in the clergy faith? Is, are these really are these separate, or are they really just different names of clergy of a different faith? Now I'm really I'm really second guessing myself on the Wiccan because that would have been my only standout. But if you really look at the Wiccan, all they do is worship the freaking but if ground you really and look walk at the on. Wiccan, all they do is worship. Yeah, all they do is worship nature. Yeah, they're a true and, druid. Yeah, so that's why I said I'm second guessing myself because originally I would have I would have taken Wiccan out of that, but now I'm not so sure. 
because I think, um, like with voodoo, the only way voodoo can affect you is if you believe in it. Jewish and invented by the that blood sacrifice. Alone, I, I don't. Oh, sorry, Kevin said Jewish invented the blood sacrifice. I, I don't. I think he's talking about circumcision. <laughs> okay. Um, I was gonna say because you can go back into a sutru and Jamaic paganism and things like that and really get into <laughs> blood, really blood get sacrifices. Into I mean, they, to, they're sacrificing people, man. That. Yeah, we can go into ancient Egyptian and Aztecs, and we can talk about blood sacrifices, yeah, and shit like that. But, but if I'm thinking really he's talking at, about circumcision, yeah. at least that's the impression I got. Yeah, with the it's laughter. Disrespectful, yeah. then, Kevin. Uh, like, That's disrespectful. disrespectful <laughs> Kevin. Uh, but no, I mean, if you really think, if you really said it again, if you really think about the shaman, the witch doctor, the Wiccan, the bruja, yeah. I, uh, I think they're the priest of that religion. I think they're, they're very much spiritual. They're very much the clergy. The, the clergy. shaman is the clergy. Of the of the Native American culture, disrespectful. You can even talk about the the witch, like the the satanic witch. It's still religious. It's still religious. Satanists are still religious. Disrespectful. They still have some kind of faith. Yeah. So I mean, do do all these really boil down to? No matter what we talk about, when you're talking about these these shamans and witch doctors does it really just boil down to what religions they're perceiving they're 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 they're, they have faith in even the aborigines as kevin brought up yeah they they it's still a religious aspect to them So when we talk about this stuff, are we really just talking? We're we're really just still talking about different religious cultures. Yeah, different types of different yeah different priests, different clergy, and they all have their you know, for lack of a better word, they all have their own demons to fight. No, the only way to Cliven says no. The only way to cleanse sin before Christ was animal blood. Sounds a little like voodoo, right? Well, if you look at the voodoo culture, they actually it, they it really does correspond a lot with the Christian culture. But they don't believe that they're allowed to talk to God, which is why they talk to the saints. That's why the voodoo culture has so many saints. Um, but they're very, very much Heck. voodoo culture has a lot to do with deal with the, the Christian culture, which is very fascinating. <laughs> uh, well, they they did that. Um, Christianity adopted a lot of the pagan. Well, yeah, rituals. I mean, yeah, they. I mean, every holiday that every get, holiday that we I celebrate do. today is actually cons- is actually a pagan holiday that they use to uh, help procreate Christianity into the pagan world. Uh, right. Yes, even Christmas, because Christ wasn't born in fucking December, especially uh, Christmas, <laughs> especially Christmas and fucking Sam, Easter. That was Sam Hain, Jesus, dude. Jesus is risen. <laughs> Quick, hide the eggs. Yeah, I mean that was Sam um, Hain. I mean, come on now. Uh, 
Yeah. Just do a little research. That's all I ask. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Just, just do if you want to be a Christian, be a Christian. I don't care. That's that's your that's your goal. But yeah. more power to quit you. Quit telling me Christ was born in Christmas. He wasn't. No. <laughs> he wasn't even born in fucking winter. Okay. <laughs> no, he was born in June or July, wasn't he? Yeah. It was like summer. Yeah. It was a hot summer's um, night. They slept in a barn. They weren't freezing to death. <laughs> it was yeah. snowing outside. The act of gifts has nothing to do with the three wise men. <laughs> Stop it. You with hear all that. me? <laughs> I can hear you. Uh, yes, but, I hear you. That, but that really, when we. <laughs> but really, when we talk about all these other different. Uh, spiritual. We're really just talking about other religious cultures. I mean, really, that's what it breaks yeah. down to being is a shaman yeah. is just yeah. a clergy of a whole different culture, and a witch right. doctor is just a, a clergy of a whole different culture. Uh, Wiccan, same thing. Uh, yeah, Ruha, you know, going to the Spanish heritage, and, and why do you say disrespect when I say Ruha? There's nothing. I, I, no I must idea. be saying it wrong or something. Bruja? Uh, you want me to say it how it's spelled? Bruja? <laughs> Bruja? It might be Bruja. I don't know. I, I, all right. I think Is it Bruja? Think Nara says you need stronger spirits. Yeah, Coors Light's not doing it for me. <laughs> I do, I'm, I'm out of beer. Come so in. I'm <laughs> don't come in. Uh Oh, yeah. Might, might have to resort to shots, but I think we're almost done. Yeah. Actually, that's kind of where they go. So basically, everything we talked about, you were, you were saying it correctly the first time. Bruja. That, yeah, that's what I thought. That's uh, So tonight we talked about psychic mediums. There are a bunch of different kinds. Um, 73, apparently. 73, based off of. I can't, that. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, I'm going to pull that up again. I'm going to share that link with you. Uh, Demonologist, exorcist, almost feels like you can't have one without the other, without doing the job right. And a bruja is considered more of dark magic. But it's still considered, but even with that dark magic, there's still a religious concept to that. Um, brujas. Uh, mm-hmm. Shot, 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 shot. Oh, uh, uh, shaman, we also talked, uh, demonologist, exorcist. I think you can't necessarily have one without the other. Especially if, as an exorcist, if you're going to do the job right, you, you really need that background from a demonologist to do your job right. David, what do you think on that? Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I think the exorcist can do the job with their faith, but I don't think they could do it as effectively without the demonologist. Okay. Uh, shaman and witch doctors <clears throat> are... Similar in nature, but witch doctors uh, utilize other things than just the realm of uh, spirits to yeah do their. I think I, I think the witch doctors use physical to achieve the metaphysical. Yes, uh, that, that's a good, better way to put it. Good job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, Four we also, <laughs> but we also 
boil it down to where no, these these are in. all <laughs> boil these down to uh, I'm nine beers in. <laughs> uh, boil these down to uh, really just being uh, clergy of different faiths. Uh, gotta go drink with money. Now, love you, love brothers. You, bro. Love you. Give money my loves. Uh, surprised he wasn't on tonight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> really just. But they, they're really just clergy of other religious cultures, including the Bruja. You can call it dark magic all you want, Rachel, but it's still a spiritual belief and a religious belief, just like the regular satanic witch. Even though they're satanic, they still have a belief system and a, and a religious system in, in play there. Uh, but I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna end the show on that. How do you feel yeah. about that? That's right. The shaman you believed in is still religious. Uh, <laughs> still not Christianity, but still religious. <laughs> uh, agreed. Rachel says agreed. Yes. Thanks, Rachel. Thank you, Rachel. So we're, we're going to end it with that. That we will be back. Today is the ninth, Please. So we will be back on the 16th of October, which would mark what? 16. 31. Not 31. Not 31. <laughs> We're marking two weeks I away from Devil's miss, Night. I may not be available on the 16th, so we need to talk about that. Okay, well, we'll talk about that show. We might we might have a, a, a skip week. <laughs> uh, we'll figure it out. To, I'm going to a wedding. Now that the evacuation order is lifted, I have a wedding to go to next Saturday. Oh, so. okay. No, um, we'll, so I'll we'll be in Stockton. Oh, awesome. Awesomeness. Uh, but... Uh, if we're not back on the 16th, we'll be back on the 23rd. And then, of course, uh, the 30th. Uh, still looking for some more people to join the show via FaceTime or call in to uh, preferably FaceTime. Uh, kind of demonologists, of course. Uh, exorcists. Hey, if we can get an exorcist on the line, I'd love that too. Uh, but Wiccans, witches, uh we got a couple of people that are interested in joining the show for the October 30th show, but if you guys know people that would be wanting to talk about their craft and what they do and, and, and differences and other things and opinions, of course, uh, have them contact us on the Spiritual Spirits page. be more than happy to talk with them and see about getting them on the show Maria. for the Devil's Night show. <laughs> uh, gonna love that show. Uh, <laughs> but we're going to say goodnight for tonight. Again, thank you, Anchor, for being who you are, man. Anchor allows us to go ahead and take the audio portion of this live cast and put it out there for the world completely free. And they put it out there for us for Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. Um, they sponsor you by listeners. Uh, the more listeners you get, the more sponsors you get. Uh, so thank you again, Anchor, for doing that for us. Uh, and again, thank you, Restream, for allowing us to multicast the they allow us to do, of course, be on our Spirits of Spirits page, but they also put us out there on DLive, Twitch, uh, Twitter, and Vaughn Live. So if you can't catch us on Spirits of Spirits on the Facebook Live page, you can actually catch us on any one of those. Uh, appreciate you guys. Again, I am John Watkins with my gracious host, 
Mr. David Lowe, David all the way from California, man. This guy fights fires to and be me. on the show, people. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks, we are going to bounce out, and you guys enjoy the rest of your evening. Keep recording. <laughs>